0: <laughs> Let's
1: do this! Uh, uh, enthusiasm and whatnot.
0: Well, I mean, did you? Um, it being leap day. Um, no, tomorrow's leap day. Oh yeah. So are you? Getting- I guess
1: you know this isn't going out until Monday. So we could have said it was leap day. I just killed the. Yeah, I, I killed it. I'm sorry.
0: It's okay, but I mean, are you getting ready for? Um, are you getting your tears ready for leap day, William? I don't. What? So you're, are you familiar with this little show called 30 Rock? Yes. So like in season six, I think it was season six. They've had a few articles on it, like in the last couple of days. Okay. They did this episode about Leap Day. Uh Uh-huh. And they made up a movie called like Leap Day, William, and Jim Carrey – plays a how do i not remember this i don't know i'm pretty sure i saw every episode of 30 rock well somehow you missed this one i really did so um uh, so the, the there's a movie very akin to um your favorite movie tim Allen's the santa claus
1: for the record i just
0: want to vehemently say <laughs> pwah, oh, pwah. i mean you talk about uh-huh. it all the time Oh dear god. Uh, so if it's
1: in the same breath uh, as as other things that I would like to, you know, set fire to or things that I think are are wrong with, you know, humanity uh, and why just we're a failed species, uh,
0: then sure. Yeah, okay. I talk about it all the time. Well, all right. Well, so in the, so in this movie Jim Carrey ends up playing this under becoming this underwire creature named Leap Day William. So he ends up like becoming like the sea creature who then on leap day, every four years gives out candy in exchange for the tears of young children.
1: It sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm, I'm just, it's not, it's not connecting with me. I I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's cause well.
0: And Andy McDowell plays his wife. And of course,
1: fuck. Yeah. I totally missed it.
0: And of course, uh, the pay, uh, Ken, the cat, the page, dresses up as him and gives candy to the writers at one point in the episode because uh-huh. and they're crying and apparently and of course the only person who's never heard of leap day william is uh Liz lemon
1: of course well and, and me apparently yeah. um because it's just not ringing any bells at all i i don't know uh but hey this is what the fork i'm jason i'm jared uh, follow Jason at Jason E Kyle,
0: and follow Jared at Ltd underscore Engagement on the Twitters. Yeah, and remove that underscore when you go to the Instagrams.
1: That's true. That's well. That's possibly the sm- smoothest that's been done in a transition sort of thing. That was that was well, mm. well owned, sir. Thank um, you. And this will be an interesting episode because I think we're both just kind of uh, wiped.
0: It's been a long week, yeah. So
1: or life, I you know, because I'm I'm feeling right now. But you know, I'm not I'm not going to drag us down. Don't let the movie do that. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm feeling my uh, my my Mark Wahlberg character here. I think in, uh, I was just letting, yeah, was, we were going back and forth last night about you know you watching the movie. It's I'm pretty sure that at one point I did feel like the Schwartzman, but right now I, I feel like the Wahlberg.
0: As I you know, but the thing is, um and not to spoil it for anyone, but as I got towards the end of the movie um And if you haven't seen the
1: movie, this is not the time to yeah. listen to this episode. And we should tell because, them what movie
0: we're talking about. Because, oh yeah, yeah. I heard Huckabee's. Yes. Um I think one thing we need to discuss here is that um at first I thought you were the Wahlberg, at least mm-hmm. in the beginning. You've been the Wahlberg lately, but, um, now you think I'm the Jude law. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you think I'm the Naomi Watts? I no.
0: <laughs> I think I, I still stand true. You are the Schwartzman. I'm the Schwartzman. huh? I think you're the Schwartzman. So
1: I do want to set some of jet skis on fire. <laughs>
0: well, for, <laughs> for reasons to discuss bar discuss off mic, uh-huh. <laughs> You, you might be the Schwartzman on this one. Oh boy uh okay i'll have to ask you about that later um because
1: i'm not exactly sure what that means at this point and nor do i want to have to edit it out so um but hey uh i do want to throw a quick reminder out there for for anybody listening first of all if you're new why are you starting with this one but welcome um, and if, if you're a long time listener, uh, also thank you. And, uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, maybe, uh, if you listen on Apple podcasts, throwing us a
0: review. Yeah. We haven't asked for reviews in a while. We haven't. We've no. been,
1: uh, shirking our, our, our duties and begging people for things.
0: Yeah. And, um, uh, preferably five stars.
1: Five stars would be great, but you know, I, I like honesty. Yeah. Um, in, do you? in all aspects of life. I do. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um I, I would prefer sort of brutal honesty to having to uh uh guess at things. Yeah. That's that's my current stance. I would rather somebody <laughs> just be blunt and fucking tell me what the problem is. Uh it's
0: getting oddly specific.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Much like my column. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: god oh, boy. Oh. Um
1: I do. I feel like I've turned into a, a a sad movie character, you know. Now with my writing, my you know, reflecting my my uh, uh so tanking love life in my column. And, you, um, uh, so I'm actually I'm actually uh I'm probably uh I don't know. Let's say uh you're like
0: if I gave John Cusack in High Fidelity a column. Yeah, basically. Which kind of I did.
1: Sort of, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I am basically um you know of a, a certain uh, ilk of character from the late nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. And
0: and for those of you who again are not familiar, uh Jared uh writes a column about record col- record store culture called for the records for the Phoenix New Times, which comes out intermittently.
1: Intermittently. <laughs> yes. It's kinda of monthly right now.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like every few weeks. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um,
1: but yeah, yeah, check it out. You should. It's, you can search for me on New Times, and you can find it there. Um, but anyway, what I was uh, really wanting to discuss here, of course, we're in hiatus mode, folks. Yeah. It's, uh The last episode that we dropped was the end of season three. Uh, actually no that's not true. I take that back. Wrong. The last episode that that we dropped was the uh live episode from Alamo Draft House where we talked about the final episode of the good place.
0: Well I talked about it.
1: I talked about it. Yeah. I feel like I contributed handily. Okay. And and brought my trademark sparkling wit and <laughs> uh you know uh polarizer references.
0: Oh, uh, stop. <laughs>
1: Which, again, no, no, of, th- of my few uh, negative notes about this movie, no riser. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, There's only, um I say this, as I realize I still have not watched Diner. <laughs> <Here>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should get
1: on that at some point. Um, um
0: uh it's it's a wonderful film. Yes, but I also I do like Paul Riser in Aliens for two reasons. One, he actually provides some much needed comic relief. And two, he dies.
1: <laughs> oh jeez. Um whatever. We're not going to get off on a Riser tangent here. Um <laughs> although it, it occurred to me as I said, oh boy, um that you know, as I'm aging out here, um I <laughs> I'm I'm just more and more often finding it painfully, uh, or becoming painfully aware of how many people don't get my pop culture references anymore. Oh, for instance, Quantum Leap, um, with uh, with uh, uh shit,
0: what's his name? Uh, that would be Dean Stockwell and um, Scott Back. Scott
1: Bakula. That's the one I couldn't remember. Actually, um, you know samuel beckett himself i remembered his his character name um but uh, yeah i used oh boy and uh and a quantum leap meme the other day and oh. and it was it, phew, right past everybody what um, did
0: you like were you sending memes to like a 12 year old
1: it was a it was at work we have oh. a work skype kind of thing and oh. um no there's there are that's another sad thing is that there there are people that are of a you know sufficiently adult working age now who were born uh not in
0: not even in the nineties oh well, yeah, that's true hmm yes i and I was going to say, is this in reference to the fact they didn't pick up a, neither me or uh, another coworker uh another freelancer did not get your Simpsons reference yesterday?
1: Oh, well, that's just... That was just sad. Um, f- uh, you know, which... I'll just I'll put it out there for people. One of, I think, the funniest... Um, <laughs> the funniest gags, just because it makes no sense whatsoever, is... Uh, and I'm trying to remember who calls him. That part I don't remember for some reason. But Homer answers the phone and says, You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Um, And I... <laughs> Because what does is, what is the towel have anything to do with Homer's hearing at all? It's just, it's, it's hysterically funny to me. Yeah. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, you know, it was one of the more obscure Simpsons references. I don't, uh, you know, it's been so long since I've seen the show now that I'm starting to lose some of my Simpsons references.
0: Well, you have Disney Plus.
1: I do. Which it's kind of painful to watch those early, early seasons, though in the in the streaming on a on a white because they cut the top and the yeah. bottom. Of the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I heard that they might have fixed something about that, but we're not here to talk about that.
0: I mean, I was going to do the good segue and saying, speaking of things that now Disney owns, I Heart Huckabee's
1: is that right? Yeah. Oh, because it's a Fox Searchlight film. Yes. So they do own it. You know what? I
0: didn't check. Disney for a hard They Well, it's radar, so it's not on their streaming service. Really? Yeah. That's bullshit. Well, no, it's what Hulu is for. So, is Hulu Disney also? Yeah, Hulu is now pretty much owned by Disney now.
1: I, I, I can't keep up with all this shit.
0: Which uh, I think starting Monday, all of XR, FX's content moves to Hulu. Uh
1: I saw that which I'm excited about for Legion. Yeah. Um because I have not seen the last episode of Legion mm-hmm. or last I'm sorry the last season of Legion.
0: And when they um when it broadcasts on FX they'll show it and Hulu the next day, much like they do everything else.
1: Is there any, since you seem to know so much about the streaming services right now, yeah. do you know of which, if any, is showing the current season of, uh, of Better Call Saul?
0: Um, well, the current season, the one that's playing like right now, mm-hmm. would just be on AMC streaming service.
1: Which, do I have to have cable for that? Is that yeah,
0: I think you do. Son of a bitch. I'm going to have to see if somebody will let me have their... Their cable key or something but eventually i think it will be on netflix which i have to start watching that show uh
1: i am and thanks to being sick earlier this week um i am all caught up on everything that's on on netflix for for better call Saul. it's it's really uh you know i uh, I put off watching it for a long time. I don't know why I like Bob Odenkirk. I like all the characters that were created in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that all come from Breaking Bad, of course. And uh, I, I'm i only disappointed that I put it off for so long because the show itself
0: is, is fantastic. Um, I was just, I was fin- finally finished The Mandalorian. And it was nice to see, like, Gus Fring just kind of walk out of the <laughs> yeah, ship. And just be, like, yeah. just
1: an evil motherfucker.
0: Yes. Of course, I, I he's now, like, known as... What,
1: what did you think of Vanna Herzog?
0: <laughs> oh, Werner Herzog was, like, great. <laughs> in, in the way he, only he can be. So, I... But um, it was, like, I, of course, I say that, you know, he's Gus Fring, but I, he's being Carlos Esposito. I've seen him in, like... Yeah. I've seen him in enough things where I know he's something else. <laughs> in, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, and...
1: but, you know, anyway, okay. he's 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 quite something. And uh, here's the thing. I, I have, this has been brought to, you know, I've been thinking about this again because I'm currently watching Picard. Okay. And um, my chief complaint about shows like Picard um, and I'm not editing out all your yawns. Those those will get those will get picked up um, by the mic. So uh, th- those are all coming from from Jason, who's who's clearly riveted by my conversation. But um, anyway,
0: it's been a long ass week, man. <laughs>
1: I'm just giving you shit, man. Um, I, I wish I had like a sound cue or something to play every time you yawned. It would be great. Uh, well, aw, aw, wah, wah. Something. Uh, anyway,
0: so my I mean, problem I can get to the sad trombone thing on my
1: <laughs> Sad trombone <laughs> I would just like to, to Say sad trombone and
0: Every time, <laughs> every time I, I'm sorry, you, go ahead yeah. Just continue No,
1: my problem with shows now Like Picard and like The Mandalorian is that I don't Fucking know if I like it Until the end of the Season <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because I I wasn't like I was watching The Mandalorian. I really wanted to like it. I there were so many things about it that I liked, but I just couldn't definitively say that I enjoyed it until the last few episodes. At which point I was like, I fucking love this show. Yeah. And
0: um because it finally like all got put together. Plus that the um the Boston episode. Right, yes. As I will as I will now refer to it. Mm-hmm. Starting bell Ba, <laughs> Um, I really dig the visual style in that episode. Oh yeah. It was really like the whole strobe light type mm-hmm. thing. Oh man, like that was that was dope.
1: Yeah. I you know, and and there there likewise there are things that I'm liking about the Picard show. I just don't like to have to so my chief complaint, you know, and it was a little easier to deal with with The Mandalorian because uh, I didn't have, I feel like, the same relationship with any of the characters in there. They were all new characters, um, you know. But Picard, um, you know, in these uncertain times, in a show starring Jean-Luc Picard, <laughs> I'm looking for uh, Picard. I'm looking for this, you know, this take charge, like, you know, uh, great moral compass, great leadership, great, you know. He's uh, retired, Nan. He's retired. I get that. I just He's the
0: reluctant leader. I,
1: I get that. I, I get all of it. I get what they're going for. You know, like I said, there are parts of it that I really like. I, I, I think it's smart writing. I think that some of it is a little much. I think some of it's a little bit of a stretch. We'll talk about <laughs> it when you... When you get to well, it. Well,
0: I mean, I can agree with this because it's Michael Chabon writing the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, the man wrote a 32-page sentence in the <laughs> middle of Telegraph Avenue. Yes. And talk about stretches. He is a white person talking about a black neighborhood. Yes. In that book. So, I mean, the man knows how to stretch, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. only stretch things out, you
1: know. Uh, it sure does. And you know what? I had my problems with Telegraph Avenue, but I actually enjoyed that novel. As did I. Um, but I think it definitely had some problematic things about it. And and Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay is one of my all-time favorite books. As
0: it should be. It should be everyone's favorite um,
1: book. So, you know, and, and and again, I get all of that. And I'm hoping that by the time they get to the end of this first season that, you know, for instance, I'm really excited to... Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you. Cause you have you okay. even seen the first episode? I haven't yet? seen watch the first. Oh, episode. Jesus, dude! Okay.
0: what did I tell you? I just watched the freaking Mandalorian. Okay. 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 okay.
1: All, oh,
0: right. I, I, All right. All right. No. All right. Okay. All right. Are we? All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be. I was told that in our intro to our Elmo episode. Uh huh. That I was tense. You were... Well, yes. <laughs> I, I sounded angry. <laughs> uh,
1: you did, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. You were... Yeah. you were. Well, you know, and th- to be fair to the people who, who said that, um, it was, uh, you know, we had just recorded a full episode pr- prior to that, mm-hmm. and it was also Super Bowl Sunday, about which I did not give two shits, and you wanted to get home to watch.
0: Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and... I
1: was trying to give the people good content i um, and, and not shortchange them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I miss kickoff.
1: <laughs> uh, um I'm sorry. Thanks you- a lot. Uh, you know, you waited until now to tell me that that, that that happened. It's, it's, you, we could have hashed this out, you know, <laughs> at some point off mine. we hung out, <laughs> I, I know. And you, and you didn't bring it up. I'm just, because serious. I'm it's like over you saved it. It. it's like you saved it for the show. And, uh, I don't know You're, why I'm no, turning no, no, no. into, into I, Super Jew here. It's just, I've I, I
0: forgotten all about it. And that, no, you clearly hadn't because you just brought it up. No, you brought it up and then you jogged my memory I, banks I, well i
1: you brought it up with the with the being you know that you were Again, th- that you were told you were tense in the intro and i, I was I, trying I, to explain you know i was trying to give you a pass like so i forgot
0: why i was and then you were like, <laughs> oh yeah we were recorded on <laughs> super bowl sunday so and, this and this guy makes me miss kickoff and i'm I, pretty know, sure i missed a commercial or two that uh, was a horrible day what <laughs> what not you not because of you
1: you know it's i'm not going to i'm not going to take that on i'm not going to shoulder that yeah. you know we you don't
0: have to shoulder that burden i i'm releasing you from the burden
1: okay so, well, so now seems like a really good time to to 20 minutes into the episode so talk let's, about let's why let's talk
0: about a a movie that revolves around a store that is just all about commercialism
1: it is i um so well let's talk about the why because this is basically what the fork cinema. During our our <laughs> during our uh, our hiatus breaks, we 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 talk about a movie or two. This is the third one. Uh, we talk to remind the audience in case you didn't listen to them or or don't remember. Uh, we talked about the uh, Hudsucker Proxy and we show did show did yes, um, Go Muncie uh, and. Uh,
0: <laughs> And it, the, just, it is a pity to waste a whole Monte Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I um I I picked one up when I went to San Diego about a month and a half ago and I'm still <laughs> smoking it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is delicious.
1: Well, uh I haven't smoked a cigar in probably ten years. Huh. Uh you know, we should change that. Um i you know I, I, it's been a long time it it it's it it needs to be uh done with a specific alcohol um usually like we can uh,
0: that. we can't can arrange that
1: well let's 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 see about that so <laughs> um and then the other movie defending your life yep um now we we discussed you know reasons why we feel that they're you know de- defending your life blatantly figures into into the good place. Right. I mean it's very clear that 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 shore was influenced by um uh by Albert Brooks mm-hmm. and his his vision of the uh of the afterlife mm-hmm. um and and it being a non-traditional one. Uh so uh, you know, and and there were definitely some I think thematic and certainly uh, from a, a humor standpoint uh, to the Coen Brothers' uh, work in in Hudsucker, mm-hmm. um, and this you know this we kept coming back to because of the music throughout <laughs> the Good Place, and my constant comparing it to uh, John Bryan, yes, whose music features prominently as is integral actually to iheart
0: huckabees Mm -hmm. i believe he's what um people as a producer and a musician i believe he's what people refer to as a wunderkind sure
1: yeah i mean he's definitely he's had his hand in in case you don't know who john bryan is which first of all you absolutely should he has a, a wonderful uh solo album out there that you should absolutely check out um, and the I Heart Huckabee soundtrack is one of a small number of soundtracks I own because it's it also has his original songs, um, which are, are fantastic. In addition to the the instrumental music, the score, um, it's just it stands it together as a as a great album on its own, even independent of the film. But um, this is one of those instances where uh, where he worked very very closely with the with the filmmaker um david o russell Mm -hmm. uh to um to tailor the soundtrack to the film Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i don't know if you if you read up on that at all i did not
0: um did brian also do the score for magnolia
1: he did yes he did this well yeah prior to this he'd done work with uh paul thomas anderson on he and um he and Michael Penn collaborated on the Boogie Nights soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And uh then he did he went on to do Magnolia. I believe he did um He did Punch Drunk Love. Uh He did Punch Drunk Love, yes. Yes he did. I think actually I'm saying I'm thinking now that he and um uh that he and Michael Penn did Heart Eight as well.
0: Okay. I trust you.
1: So maybe it was he and Penn did Heart 8, and he might have been solo on... He might have been solo on Boogie Nights.
0: <coughs> but he's also produced... <coughs> and he's produced a few Emmy Man albums. He produced, you know, Apple.
1: Yeah, he's... Um, he was... Well, he played some on... On whatever... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, he, he features prominently in her first three solo albums. So whatever, and um, start, and I bachelor think, number two and, uh, and, uh, the, the previous one, uh, Oh, I'm with stupid.
0: Mm-hmm. And he started, I mean, he, I remember a friend of mine in Illinois gave me this album, I think jellyfish. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the liner notes, and I saw John Bryan had played, like, on this song. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, and that isn't even, like, his first credit. He'd been in a few other bands. Like, this is early 90s.
1: No, I mean, it's actually probably yeah. worth
0: looking up. Um, well, while you're doing that, I mean, we can talk about the other reasons why we picked this movie. Yes, please continue. I, I mean, it is, in a way, like, a two-hour distillation of um, everyone having an existential crisis. I mean, no philosophers are named, um, but there are certain um, um, philosophies and ways of thinking discussed by both the existential detectives played by Dustin Hoffman and Lily Tomlin and uh, the opposing viewpoint by Isabelle Hooper who, um, and just, a bunch of scared white dudes just trying to figure it all out, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh <clears throat> and me. Naomi Watts, <clears throat> <clears throat> and Naomi Watts, yeah well, white people, let's say, yes. Um, and I you know it's it's far you know, we talked about at, at some point that we should probably do waking life as well, yeah, um, because there's I think there's some influence on and uh. It, I, I think there's some influence that both of these filmmakers have, if not direct, then certainly indirect, in the style mm-hmm. or in the genre of having a very philosophically based um, show or film. Uh, you know, and I, I Heart Huckabee's takes you know philosophy head on as 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 a focal point. It is it is integral to the film. Right. Uh,
0: same with Waking Life, and um, but it feels like it's. I Heart huckabees feels like it's very streamlined yes um another fun fact while you're looking up john bryant i was
1: right he did heart eight with michael penn and then did uh, magnolia punch drunk club so somebody else did boogie nights but um
0: Uh, michael penn did boogie nights all on his own
1: did he do yeah okay credit where credit is due and michael Mm -hmm. penn is one of my favorite songwriters of all time
0: yep um so, the co-screenwriter, um, I'm going to screw up his name. I think it's Jeff Baena. Uh, B-A-E-N-A. Baena? mm mm-hmm. um,
1: Yes, who did... Uh, uh, shoot. Um, he did... I looked up with the writing
0: that he did as well. Well, he, it was like this was his first screenplay. Because he's been on... I remember distinctly... So, for one... He is um, currently, I still believe Aubrey Plaza's
1: significant other. Significant yes. Other. Yeah.
0: So um, I, I'm proud of him and also jealous of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kristen knows, <laughs> and um, but uh, this was like the first screenplay he like ever did, and then it kind of led to, and he's, and but he's done like the little I think the little hours, the one about the priest, uh, the nuns. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like other little comedy movies, I don't think he did Ingrid goes West, but, um, but he's, um, Aubrey Plaza's showed up and has been in all the movies that he's done at some point.
1: Yes. So. Um, hang on just a sec. I am da, 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 bum, 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 bum. Pulling, I'm pretty sure that I have that up because I was curious about it myself.
0: Um <laughs> his Marin episodes he's been on Marin. Jeff Banya? Yeah. What um, what was he in he I forgot what he was in I think he was he was doing press for the little hours.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um that was pretty good. I had just, you know, recently rewatched all of that, so um I had been trying to think of yeah so he did uh the little hours as you mentioned um Joshi which i hear is actually pretty decent
0: Oh yeah they've been talking about that one they talked about that going back to Marin they mm-hmm. were talking about that with um like Ben Schwartz and
1: yeah just recently yeah. um and also, Adam, Adam um, Pally. Pally, yeah um it was uh of a bitch life after beth that's the one that I. oh think of. yes i
0: yeah. i'm intrigued by that one
1: um and he did the recent thing that has um alice and brie in it on netflix horse girl
0: oh uh, yes have you seen which i haven't one? watched it yet. i haven't watched it <clears throat> yet either um, i'm intrigued because it does have my other
1: your friend. other I'm, I'm sensing a type here um <laughs> women who have been hilarious on NBC sitcoms. Yeah. Um, anyhow. So yeah. Uh, the, um, what were you, what, what No, else? I had nothing Any, else, to anything add. else with that. I had nothing else to add. Um, um, so John Bryan, uh, definitely played a significant role in, um, Fiona Apple's title. Mm-hmm. Um, He worked on a Susanna Hoffs album. Um,
0: He's very California singer.
1: He's like a a go-to guy if you need a great session musician, too, because Mm -hmm. he's played with Sam Phillips. He's played uh, with Eels. He's played with, uh, you you mentioned um, uh, Jellyfish. He he played guitar on eight tracks of that. Um, I'm so happy
0: I remember that. That album was really good, um, the album he played on.
1: Yeah, I've listened to it. I recall it being pretty good as well. Um, and uh, I believe he was actually even on the last Springsteen album, um, "Western Skies." Doing what? He wasn't in the barn. No, well, no, he was. <laughs> no, he wasn't in the barn. He wasn't in the. He wasn't in the documentary. I know that was a joke. Yeesh, yeesh. yeesh. Uh, he's just. He's been on fucking everything. Um. Holy crap! Is he credited? Um. This is only going up to 2018. But I guess he was. Uh, he completed the production of the last Mac Miller album.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But to your point too, um, as someone who's now become familiar with the sound cues. Yes. That make up the um the good place. Mhm. As I listened to the soundtrack or as I was listening to the score um as I was watching this last night and this afternoon. Mhm. Um, oh, did, you didn't watch it in a complete sitting? Well, you know, some of us fall asleep while um at some point. I mean, cuz you know, sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am not super familiar with it. I I you know I I'm not
0: familiar with it either, but sometimes it creeps up on you.
1: It happens. It actually happened a fair amount this um this week when I I actually took a sick day. Uh what was it? Day before yesterday and oh. which is why I'm actually despite the cough which I think would just be cleared up by some water. Um I I, I actually don't uh I feel pretty good today. So oh. well, I mean, I'm here. That's why. I was feeling like shit before you came over. Yeah. Um,
0: anyhow. You're welcome.
1: Yes, thanks. So <laughs> I realized that we're now nearly 35 minutes into the
0: episode. But hey, we've, we've, we've moved into the episode a little bit. We we're talking we about like, why we like it. Um,
1: and we are also not going to just sit here and comment on the entire film. No, this isn't um, a commentary, yo. And twist, I did preparation this time. What? I made notes. I made uh made uh, uh some notes for specific scenes that I wanted to hit. Um Who are you? I know. I I I am I surprised even myself. Yeah. Um but from the beginning I didn't want to have a uh us just sitting here and having long stretches where we did not talk while the movie just played.
0: Oh, cuz that's what we've just done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we no no no. Where it's just like letting the movie oh. play. And we're not talking. Yes.
0: Well, I mean, what, Mr. Pre- prepared, um, what you got? Well, so I, I'm curious. Um, in addition
1: to the sound, uh, and and uh, honestly, the, the sound kind of, to me, contributes a little bit to the visual style as well. Um, I think there are some sort of similarities to, to The Good Place, and it's heavy use of color um, as a, a, you know, everybody's outfit is very much, um, bright, you know, well, and not necessarily just that, cause you know, the, uh, certainly the, um, well, Naomi Watts and, yeah. the, and the Jude Law characters are, are more, uh, you know, colorful and, and cheerful, um, and but you've got uh, Mark Wahlberg dis- who, who's pretty disheveled the entire time. Yeah. Um, you've got Schwartzman who's definitely very much, um, you know, that uh, uh, hipster. Yeah, absolutely hipster. hipster. Um, which is it's, there's so much of about him that's so affected. Um, it's uh, you know where he is putting on the character mm-hmm. of who he wants to be rather than being himself. Right. Um,
0: which comes into play.
1: Right. Uh, and then the differences between the dress of the more severe, um, you, you put, you said her name already, the, the redhead who was, the um, the nihilist, the other detective. Oh, Lily Tomlin. No, no, no. Not Lily oh, Tomlin. Isabella Huppert. Thank you. Um, and then the difference between her and the, and the styling of, of, of Dustin Hoffman and Lily Tomlin.
0: Yes. Um, and can we, and can we take a second, uh, just because it was mentioned last night when mm -hmm. I was watching this, can we take a second to appreciate his bowl haircut?
1: Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but and again, perfect for that character. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely perfect for that character. And here's
0: the Eiffel Tower.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, the thing is that he looks kind of like a shorter, older version of what Jason Schwartzman could be. Yes, you know. Um and uh, I don't know. So I I think that from that how considered everything is, um I would say though that the good place is ultimately more successful in blending philosophy and entertainment.
0: Oh yeah, I, I would. Well, again, this is like this is a very wired down version. It's mm-hmm. like of what what they were trying. Like it's it's like adapting Dune. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, I've not read Dune. <laughs> But, but right, trying to why, distill but why something would I, like, as massive as that into yeah, why w- yeah, just you know, why, just or distilling like a t- like that into a like a two, what they were trying to do into a two-hour movie, right? It it can't be done. So this is like the this is like the Dune of um, philosophy comedy, philosophical comedies.
1: Right. Even though you know, even though it's. So, I guess what I'm saying is in this, it's a little ham-fisted. Yes. Um,
0: but unlike Dune, some of it makes a lot, you know, it kind of makes sense. Uh,
1: and I think that we can talk about this again briefly once we get to Waking Life. Um, and if, you know, we're in talks currently to do a discussion uh, <laughs> of the two films, I Heart Hook Bees and The Waking Life, yeah. um, that kind of talk about the different filmmakers stylistic choices and choices in in execution um i mean because waking life is even more overtly it's basically just it's like a philosophical discourse yeah
0: that's um, what i like about that movie a lot because not only does it like give you some like big truths mm-hmm. it's really just like this like most of Winclair's movies is his best movies Just like this two-hour slice of life.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you don't feel, I I don't know, I don't feel quite, and we'll see, it's been a little while since I've watched it, but Waking Life uh, is one of my favorite films, and I I, I think that I don't feel like I'm being told how to feel by that film.
0: Um, I do remember the last time I watched Waking Life, I was also very high. It's definitely. not
1: a bad film to watch while you're high. It is
0: definitely not. It's I mean, all those moving
1: lines and, yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's wonderful.
1: It, it's a great film, you know, and, uh, did you watch, um, was it movie or the show that was on Amazon, Untethered? No. Is that the name of it though?
0: I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It was a similarly kind of animated feel to it. Oh,
0: um, I, and, I know to what you refer. Um, um No, I've not seen this show.
1: I just want to have the name of it right, because that seems like something we could um, actually... Nope, that's not...
0: That's not it. Ah, I wish... It's the people who do... It's from the same people who do Jack Horseman, correct? Yeah. Um. And it stars Mr. Odenkirk. And it's on something. It is on Amazon Prime. It is on Amazon Prime. But I know to which you refer.
1: Um.
0: And I can't think of it. And
1: it yeah, it has Bob Odenkirk. Uh. On something. God damn it. Um. now it's just gonna bug me oh undone okay undone yes, that's it. okay um and i you know that actually totally fits into this kind of thing like that could be a trio of things to watch where it's this kind of uh interesting philosophical kind of uh dreamlike kind of deal All um right. but with that now that now that we've talked at it for 40 minutes let's get into the movie I heard Huckabee's co-written by Jeff, David O. Russell, Jeff Banyan. and Jeff. Yeah, uh, and uh, directed by David O. Russell. Um, and this was from what, two thousand four?
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. One thing we probably should just go the way to, so we don't. So we promise ourselves not to bring it up. Uh huh. Let's not bring up the fact that uh, David O. Russell uh, p rated Willie Tomlin on this movie uh, I'm, I'm getting a lot of uh,
1: I've seen a lot of things floating through about how he is not nice
0: to his actresses yeah well I've, I've heard that too and well and actually his uh, his his actors in general yeah so, um, so let's not bring that up even though I just did
1: uh, you did but I think we should I, I think it's important to bring up that we're aware of it yeah we're aware yeah um, I think this is still, uh, you know, as I'm, as I am beginning to have trouble with some other people and their work, um, like, I, I don't know if, did I have mentioned to you that I'm finally having issues with, uh, justifying my enjoyment of Woody Allen's work, yeah. uh, which was a long time coming, but, I'm <clears throat> <laughs> talking
0: um, to the guy who's halfway through Roman Farrow's book.
1: Well, I don't. I don't think that David O. Russell is quite in that uh, league yet. So I'm still enjoying the Hard Huckabees.
0: Well, I also, I think he's also. Let's uh, not even talk about it?
1: I think he might be just like an asshole on the level of like a David Mamet or something. Yeah,
0: you know. But let's yeah, let's just
1: we're gonna stick to the movie. Let's stick to the movie. Okay. So, um, and I do, you know, I do have um, something from the beginning so we're gonna kind of just roll into the uh except we're probably not um because i need to make sure that we're coming through from the all these fbi warnings if only people listen if they did it would be fantastic oh cool we do have sound coming through the fox Searchlight.
0: Now it's no longer Fox Searchlight It's just Searchlight They got rid of the Fox? They got rid of the Fox It's Searchlight Pictures and 20th Century Studios Searchlight doesn't give any Fox (laughs) 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 Uh, I see what you did there (laughs) Motherfucking
3: cocksucker Motherfucking (laughs) shit fucker What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing I'm doing the best that I can No, that's all I can ask of myself Is that good enough? Is my work doing any good? Is anybody paying attention? Is it hopeless to try and change things? The African guy is a sign, right? Because if he isn't, then nothing in this world makes any sense to me. I'm fucked. Maybe I should quit. Don't quit. Maybe I should just fucking quit. Don't fucking quit. just I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to fucking do anymore. Fucker. Fuck shit. Me, I'm glad we saved a piece <laughs> of this marsh. Me
0: every day before I come work. I was going to say, something. okay, so I do feel like that.
3: Don't stop fighting. We're going to save a lot more of this place. Celebrate! I have a poem I'd like to read. <laughs> Nobody yeah. sits like Again, this rock sits.
0: This is you. You rock. Yeah, yeah. Rock. You
1: except you I would not sit. say you, you rock need. rock. <laughs> you
3: show us how to just sit here, and that's what we need. No,
0: I've seen you do poetry, and you yeah. do a yeah. lot better yeah. and... than Jason Schwartzman. Yes.
2: Yeah, local
3: he's a here. he's a Yes. You're, Nothing, you're a
1: professional. I phone. I have had some schooling.
3: What African yeah. guy? Exactly. What African guy?
1: There's that beautiful John Bryan soundtrack So While we're going over Credits here Um I I did That first scene Um Is Is Grown up Max From Rushmore Yes I I absolutely It's It could easily Just be a continuation Of that He's found his new Purpose in life (laughs) Which is to save The The wetlands Or whatever He's trying to do
0: Um he definitely play can Definitely plays a type.
1: He certainly does. Um, but this to me was akin to if you follow John Cusack's character from Better Off Dead through to uh, like say anything and to uh, to High Fidelity, where it seems like it could be a continuation of the same character, kind of.
0: Yes, and again, he and to, to your point, he has um, not learned his lesson. The lessons he's done. Right, he should yes. have learned in Rushmore. He still encrypts the truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So I wanted us to have this taste of John Bryan's music, and and just how it gives it that kind of same feeling that I think that the Good Place score does.
0: Yes, and um, throughout the whole movie, as I'm we're watching the credits again, um, I kept thinking, "There's some like." There's this Huckabee's executive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that looks a lot like Tippy Hedron.
1: <laughs> and it was <laughs> Tippi Hedron. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, the The mother of Melanie Griffith, mm-hmm. uh, and she of the uh, of the birds and whatnot. All right, so I'm ready to move on from this. Wonderful. Except for Hello. just such a good awesome. score.
0: Okay. So I wanted to skip on to. <laughs> the, that hallway uh, does remind me of the hallway in the um, Michael Penn try a video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which now, you know, going back to linking it all to like Paul Thomas Anderson and, and he, who directed
0: that. So when he um, says it's like a maze, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
4: Why don't you just tell me what your situation is?
3: Look, I'm not really sure I know exactly what you guys do here, all right?
4: Well, uh, we'll investigate and solve your case. How? If you sign a contract, we'll follow you.
3: You'll spy? Yes. On me? Yes. Will you be spying on me in the bathroom? Yes. In the bathroom?
4: (laughs) Yes. Why? There's nothing too small.
0: So, you know, the the
4: yes. can't on it. We might see you dreams, dreams, loss or dreams, masturbate. Love, that love. Can be the key to your entire Death. reality.
3: So I'm hiring you to spy on me.
4: That's right. So we can figure out the your situation and resolve your crisis. Mm. In addition, my associate will approach your case from a different angle.
3: What do you mean a different angle? What does that mean?
4: Regarding your perception of reality, he'll tell you about that. Who sent you here?
3: Nobody. Found your card. Where? some fancy restaurant that I'd never been to before. Mm. I didn't have a proper tire, so they let me borrow a suit jacket. I reached into my pocket, and there was your card. The weird thing is, I always have a jacket.
4: But not that day. No. Brad Stan. Hey. Kind of a coincidence. Yes, exactly. My
3: case is a coincidence.
1: This idea of playing with coincidence and all of that kind of thing and how, how things are all connected like this kind of like a Jeremy me sort yes. of thing or a time knife
0: mm-hmm. um i got to tell you the the, uh, the dot the
1: dot yeah that, yeah. that broke me, me. <laughs> that broke you um okay so it's loosely the the idea of the film if you haven't seen it you should definitely see it but the idea of the film is is that there you know there's uh Jason Schwartzman has noticed a series of meetings with this very tall african-american gentleman um steven i believe is his name or yes. stefan yeah um and uh so he's brought this to to the team of of lily tomlin and 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 dustin Doesn't hoffman happen. but um there is no you know of, of course that's not the real issue the issue yes <laughs> planting the tree <laughs> Three, in the middle part, of the you know. <laughs>
0: fighting no tree in the middle of a parking lot?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, so... um, There are a couple things here that I've just... Um, do you know of any place that sells stock photos for crafts? <laughs> like photo archives?
1: I would imagine that there is some place in New York that does, probably. Right, and and a- probably in Hollywood. There's mm-hmm. probably a shop that just has...
0: And I assume this is LA or California. Yeah. Like where else would a existential detective thrive? Yeah. But LA. <laughs> did,
1: I see what you did there. Yeah.
0: LA. Um, all right. But did you also notice that who else was in that store uh, is Jonah Hill?
1: I did. I have that down for later because yeah. he's at the dinner with what, which is a scene that I wanted to get to. Yes. Um, all right, so let's move on to meeting Dustin Hoffman because he has uh, a, a, a central theme here that I really enjoy.
3: Thank you very much for taking on my case. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome.
4: Hold on, he hasn't signed a contract. Listen, <laughs> we'll
3: get to the contract. No, no, it's too
4: much
5: too well, soon. It's always too much too soon. That's the nature of the. No, rage. no,
4: approach, patience, Will finesse. Stop.
1: Come on. Who just we got ridiculed for their bulk kind of logic though come on
5: let's go Give me okay. a what? somebody
1: mm-hmm.
5: Their relationship is so weird having dinner tonight.
4: Korean barbecue really Okay let's get started
1: The sheet the sheet is, is my favorite
5: yes say this blanket represents all the matter and energy in, in the universe okay you, me everything. Nothing has been left out, all right? All the particles, everything. What's outside this blanket? More blankets, that's the point. Blanket's everything. Exactly, this is everything, okay? Let's just say that this is me, right? And I'm, what, 60-odd years old, and I'm wearing a gray suit, blah, blah, blah. And let's say over here, this is you, and you're, I don't know, you're 21, you've got dark hair, etc. And over here, this is uh, Vivian, my wife and colleague. And then over here, this is the Eiffel Tower, right? It's the mm-hmm. Paris. And this is a war, and this is a, a museum, and this is a disease, and this is an organism, and this is a hammer.
0: I, I, I thought the Eiffel Tower was meant to be a falcon. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Our
5: everyday mind forgets this. We think everything is separate, limited. I'm over here, you're over there, which is true, but it's not the whole truth because we're all connected. Because we are connected.
1: Sure, 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 okay? sure.
5: Yeah. All right. Now we need. He doesn't to learn. get. It
1: no he doesn't get anything no everything is the same even if it's different Mm -hmm. this is you know like the pivotal idea of what they're about about he and Lily Tomlin and everything being connected so we have this kind of like the um you know later on he explores the idea that um that there is no there is no nothing um And, uh, you know, so this is essentially the positive spin on existentialism, right? Right. And he's being shown that everything exists together, coexists. There are reasons for, you know, how everything is connected together. Um, And this, you know, this is something that appeals to Jason Schwartzman, um, even though he just it's, it seems to be overwhelming. Shut
5: down your everyday perceptions and give up your usual identity that you think separates you from everything. This room, this street, this town, this, this country, this economy, this history, <laughs> this planet, your body, your senses, your job, everything that you
1: identify with.
0: man how's it going
1: you're an asshole
2: we will fucking destroy you dearie
1: got Shaquille (laughs) 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 O'Neal Brad Stan hey how are you so what's the open spaces take on that
3: well I I think you guys can definitely rebuild in areas that are already run down instead of tearing up new land new land new land We're open to that. That's who we are at Open Spaces. We can't throw that away. No, we're not asking you to throw that away. Hell, look,
0: I'm not going to bullshit you, right? I mean, part of this is we took a beating in the press for all our growth, opening so many stores in such a short time. So if we work with you and your Open Spaces Coalition, is that going to help the Huckabees image? Yes. Does it help me? Yes. Do I benefit from getting some great PR for Huckabees when we need it? Absolutely. But... Do I care about saving the open spaces? Yes, I do.
1: Yes. Okay, so...
6: Don't look at me. What's wrong with
4: you? Beat it, you little
1: pussy. 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 Right. The machete. So clearly, he uh, is somebody who is becoming unhinged um, and unable to face any of... Uh, I think his own culpability in anything, and so he rather than than actually face something down uh, would would rather destroy it.
0: Right. Which, yeah, it, you're correct.
1: Um, which you know, somebody who's currently battling a lot of avoidance, uh, I can ter- I can totally identify. Again, with. I,
0: yeah. I'm I'm pointing out the fact that you are Schwartzman.
1: Sort of, but we're gonna get to. I'm actually gonna skip along here. Uh, quite a bit to uh, chapter eight. Um, so I'm gonna actually skip the Wahlberg meeting. Um,
0: That's too bad. It's it is a great, great thing, but you do have to. Um, one thing I, I Wahlberg is the um, is the heart of this movie.
1: Uh, I agree. He's actually the one kind of constant which is interesting I think um uh, and we can talk more about like he is the one person who seems to be genuinely first of all he seems to be the most lost Mm -hmm. and yet simultaneously the most grounded in his loss um and somehow the most consistent he and uh well no he is he's the most consistent character he's the one who kind of uh has
0: well he's not the one who, like Naomi Watts mm-hmm. um is hiding behind like they're all hiding behind something um Schwarzen is behind behind his hipster suit and like he they're all projecting an image and the one and Wahlberg's not the one who has an image at all he's very sincere and grounded in how he feels about Petroleum about loss, and he just wants to find something that it might like. He, he just wants to find something to hold on to because he's lost all hope. Mm-hmm. He's hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. and he's not shy about it. <laughs> right. Um. So I just like he's the one who like you don't have to peel back any layers. To his character,
1: right. He's the most. He's the most honest, right.
0: Really, um,
1: you know, as far as that goes, um, he's also kind of the most sensitive. Mm-hmm. He's the most easily hurt out of anybody in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the most. See, this is kind of why I was feeling like the Wahlberg because he seems like the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, he. It's like as he he. He is looking for some uh, kind of, I don't know, some kind of reason for anything, but then also believing that there is no reason for anything Mm -hmm. um, and that we're all kind of doomed and that, uh, you know, but he's also the the most uh, empathetic and receptive as well. So um, I don't know. I don't know. He seems to be needing to grab onto something. And, um,
0: so he's the most honest and he's also the most desperate.
1: Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. Um,
1: all right. Now I was going to say this for a little bit later, uh, for a particular speech, but, um, Jude Law's accent in this, what, what the hell is with Jude Law's accent in this? (laughs) Funny, Kristen said the same thing last night. Because you know, and it's he is it every time he does an American accent. Because I was trying to think of, I think that he did one for the Talented Mr. Ripley.
0: Yes, because he's American,
1: right? Um, and I, I don't know how I felt about it there, but here it, it almost irritated me for some reason. He was doing something weird with his tongue. I don't know if he was having trouble holding on to. His accent for some reason, or what it was exactly, but... I,
0: I... I, like... It It honestly doesn't bother me as much as, say, um... Like, if we had to compare it to another Brit trying, like, an American accent, I'm going to do Daniel Craig and Logan Lucky and Knives Out. Mr. Benoit
1: <laughs> Well, so his... <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen Logan Lucky, but I, I think that his... his, it's his very, They're very much the same. Like, foghorn, leghorn accent yes. for Knives Out was, was purposely over the top. So, yeah. I you know.
0: But, like, he isn't... Like, he's not trying he to... He might as
1: well have said, Now, nah, I say, I say... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which, um... Well, uh, we'll go on that side note later. Um, but... I, I, well, about how *Knives Out* is brilliant? It, well, I mean, that's not really a side conversation. Yeah, it's just, um, it's a great film, right? Um, but uh, so I don't really have any mixed feelings about his accent, like or any feelings about his accent. But it's just you're not the only person who pointed it out. Hmm. Um, I I don't know. I'm just his this or his smooth skin and his handsomeness just kind of made me forget that
1: his he, haircut in this is weird too though
0: well yeah it's because he's this like trendy executive who,
1: I guess everything about him is is edifice right yeah it's all it's all show it's all
0: he's in. well he's a nihilist <laughs> like he's all by himself right
1: so he is a narcissist
0: yes Yes. Yes, I'm sorry, narcissist. Because
1: because well, I just want to make that distinction because nihilism comes into play here. Yes. Um. As as we're we're kind of a, about to get
0: to. Um. But so side note, um. There's a video that came out I think on Tuesday. That said, uh, Ryan Johnson reveals a secret uh, in Knives Out. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. Um I I won't spoil it or anything, but he does reveal that Apple doesn't allow villains to use iPhones. <laughs> oh, so huh. They Interesting. So if you haven't seen Knives Out yet, use that use that knowledge. Interesting. <laughs> Huh. Um, I had no idea. And I yeah. wasn't
1: paying attention to that. Well, so. it's
0: there's a particular scene where characters have iPhones mm-hmm. and some characters don't. don't. Huh. Some characters um, don't. Interesting. <laughs> um so again, I don't think that gives I mean that, that ruins pretty much everyone who's ever doing a murder mystery. And he like and that's his like disclaimer is like I'm, this is going to ruin it for everybody. This is ruin it for everyone.
1: <laughs> so it's either well, he may have just ruined it for Apple because now everybody's like, oh shit! Now we can't give anybody iPhones.
0: Well, yeah, that was like he just said that was so funny. Is like Apple has this policy where if you use an iPhone in a movie, like if you want them to, you know, provide iPhones, mm-hmm. a villain can't use it.
1: Interesting. So. I didn't know, and now I do i'll have an eye out for that okay so i want to get to Judah's terrible poem but i i <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this section of the movie i i have marked for a particular reason that we'll get to here
0: yes uh i <laughs> um, uh, want to bring something up later what to? happened to the gazelles were they squashed under examples. the cd <laughs> department hey albert how's it going what albert? are you
3: doing here brad
4: I met Brad when I was investigating you. He called with his own existential conundrum. That's all. I'm old.
3: really, really glad I, I found out about these people. That's bullshit, because he doesn't care about things like this. Where's the African guy? Bring me the African <laughs> guy. Where's that African guy? Dude, what are you talking about? But why does he get to write poetry? There's no gazelles in North America, Brad, just so you know. And the building squashing nature is my imagery, not yours. You, you don't write poetry.
5: Everyone's <laughs> intake procedure is different. I asked Brad to write a poem.
3: And it wasn't enough okay. for you that you came to my coalition? Okay. Now you have to come here and do... Uh, okay. All right. That's good. We're the same, Brad. <laughs> yeah. It's all the blanket, so... There you go. Give it a shot. That is wonderful, Albert. Oh, honey, he, he's got it. <laughs> How are things at the coalition, Brad? Mm, great. <laughs> Much smoother. Great. I look forward to coming back and working with you. I don't think that's going to happen, my friend. I'm still in the charter. I built the coalition
0: from scratch. Yeah? Yeah? Well, I don't want to cramp you here.
3: That's what you mean to do! That's exactly (laughs) what you mean to do! What? 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 Do you see what he's doing? Tell them what you're doing. Whoa, what? God, he's come here today to conquer you just like he conquered my coalition. <laughs> and now he is here. Today you unnerve me so that when Orrin comes to town I will blow it. That's what you mean to do. Tell oh, him that's what please. you mean to do. Oh my God, Brad, you're killing me! What are you talking oh, about? My, what am I talking about? Okay. okay, and when Orrin comes, I'll blow it and I'll get kicked out of the charter and then then he will can do whatever he wants with the coalition. Who's Orrin? Orn is the Open Space's national director, and he's coming to review our charter.
0: I hope this isn't about Don. You know, he has a crush on my girlfriend. That's mm. crazy! why do you stare at her?
3: She's a model!
0: Ah. I'm going home. Oh, no!
4: Albert, please, please, stay with us for my hour. What, I'm going to have a fucking ball for <laughs> my hour, aren't Maybe I? Albert should meet his other.
5: What, Tommy? No, that's a that's a bad idea right now.
4: Yes, a dicey move. Maybe even dangerous, but potentially inspired. Bernard, give them both a connection.
5: Maybe. But Tommy's in a bad direction. It could spread to Albert.
4: No, you said that Tommy was going to be fine. What are you leaving out?
5: Nothing. Okay, give him his other. It's an it inspired idea. It's groovy.
4: The connection will come <laughs> back to us, Bernard. It all comes around. Like you say, take the long view. Long view. What's
0: the other? We're going to find out right now.
1: Okay, so... So are
0: we going to th- my call hour soon? We are.
1: Well, we are here. No, we are not going to my call hour.
3: There was no crop. No aceitunas. No olives. No arma de vida. No soul of life. No conejos en el horno. No rabbit in the oven. I feel
1: like this actor has been in some Wes Anderson films.
0: Um, no, I'm not sure, but he's definitely been in a David O. Russell movie. I have no idea. He's in Three Kings. About. He's oh yes, Mrs. Echavarria visits us
4: once a year from Spain. She's a sort of a little treat for her clients. <laughs> yes, a kind of spiritual petty for something that would be useful for you to be accustomed to. Yeah, a
3: real treat. And um, you have received your answer. Señorita, the petroleum situation was not created by nature, like the drought or the olives or any of that. It was created by people, and this is the facts. It was created by people who act like nothing's happening, and that's causing all the problems. No,
4: no, no, Tommy. One question only. Okay. Uno.
3: Here's the question.
4: No, no. I think well, I want to know. You, you've had your question Senorita, and the answer. Forget Tommy, all about petroleum. Senora is tired. Yes,
3: señorita. Why? Do people only ask themselves deep questions when something really bad happens? Then they figure out all good about question. it
1: after,
3: right? Mm-hmm. And how come people are self-destructive? And third, I refuse to use petroleum. It's, it's more than one but question. But there's no way there. I could stop it. Used in my lifetime, is there? No. I mean, Jimmy Carter would have a great electric car by now. I could have a Cadillac Escalade that would be electric. Tommy, See, that I is would this, have to ride on my bicycle.
1: This was a little painful to watch because mm-hmm. I really liked Mark Wahlberg in this, and I really liked him in Three Kings. And I really liked him in, uh, in 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 Boogie Nights.
0: You should like him in everything he's in. I don't
1: though. What I movies think don't you like him in?
2: When we dismantle, it can get kind
4: of rough, and it it helps to have a friend going through the same.
1: Uh, so well, so they're like his his by numbers action films. I don't I don't like a lot of those. You know, like the the ones where it's just. I don't know, uh, which I haven't even actually watched, I guess. Oh, okay. Just, I don't... Okay. I, I think there are other times where he's just not a great actor. Okay. What
0: movies have you seen where he's not great? Uh,
1: The, the Transformers movie that he was in.
0: Oh, he's just doing his best. <laughs> he can't... Uh, you can't put lipstick on a pig, man. You can't shine I I suppose.
1: I don't know. They're just... You know, I think I, I, may I may be backing off of this now. I may be backing off of this now. I I may have for some reason some unknown prejudice against Mark Wahlberg that that I hit, like I had for Leonardo DiCaprio, who
0: I I also
1: just had an irrational dislike for for a long
0: time. Well, now i I mean, there are some things we should definitely blame Mark Wahlberg for. Mm-hmm. Uh, for well, one, like
1: what about that daddy's whatever. Th- Thing with uh, uh, Will Ferrell and I, know,
0: I is it Daddy's Home or something I, like that? I didn't see it either, but um, I think the one thing you can blame him for is Entourage. Yes, um, uh, I'm going to give you—I'm going to give you Entourage. Okay, but what kind of reality is that? Which,
1: okay, first of all, I am guilty of liking the first couple of seasons of Entourage. It, that's okay. You're allowed.
0: Um, beyond but, that it, But it, there's the Entourage movie And I,
1: n- I haven't even seen the Entourage movie Nor have I but why would you I don't know never had any interest uh, And I, I was actually horribly let down By the last several seasons of
0: Entourage But Because they actually Because of the um They actually made It didn't live up to the Aquaman movie That they actually did make
1: <laughs> Right yeah
0: um. Okay. So, going from, oh, <laughs> I like the reference to Phil and secret yes. hoops. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yes. because he reads these. He reads these self-help inspirational books. Yeah, because like he's clearly like, Jude law is clearly all these people who i meet that i met when working in corporate america oh sure who read what color is your parachute
1: right or uh or seven uh, good to great or yeah. yeah
0: there's seven habits of highly effective people Ugh. yes and i know people and there are people in the office not on my side mm-hmm. but there are people on my view who like let's meditate let's think oh, positive sure. and all this other stuff and like that's fine i just yeah Okay, so um, you have to find a Mark Wahlberg movie that's bad here, um, but we're gonna start Boogie Nights now. Um, so you got Three Kings, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Perfect Storm, that was—I mean, he wasn't bad. I—the only dud I kind of see right now is um, the Truth About Charlie, which isn't like—it's not his fault. Um, they tried to remake Charade. Oh yeah, yeah. He did a bad job. I
1: mean, her. how do you top? You how yeah. do you top uh, Audrey Hepburn and Cary
0: Grant? You don't. Grant and Walter Matthau. But I mean, Jonathan Demme tried and over, failed. And failed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. He yeah. gave her a good college try. Again, uh, he was in. He's in The Departed. Um, oh, well, The Departed is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in M Night Shyamalan movie. Probably the worst one. your um, identity or So, uh, The Happening. So, I mean, again, I don't think this is his fault. No, M. Night Shyamalan made some terrible films. Yeah, he's in The Lovely Bones. Uh, He's the best part of The Lovely Bones. I didn't see that. Oh, it's... But um, he is in um, the greatest Will Ferrell movie of all time, The Other Guys. You know what? I haven't seen that one either. It's on Netflix. You need to watch it.
1: Okay. Uh, I will watch it. For Michael Keaton,
0: yes, and he, uh, but it's um, have you seen step Brothers still no, okay, still no, you definitely have to be on a wavelength for it, okay, um, but I think um, and stay through the credits because it has the best um it has the best explanation for the financial crisis. this is definitely <laughs> the seed it's like it talks about like made off and it's, wow, it definitely plants the seed for. What Adam McKay would end up doing? Oh, okay, like
1: McKay's. what he was more serious filmmaking that he moved into. Yeah, because yeah. now
0: he's because it definitely plans to see it for like the big short. Oh,
1: huh.
0: And uh, for all that other stuff, but again, going again, I I mean, he's in the fire. Um, great Dave Russell movie. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like Ted. Um,
1: I didn't see Ted or Ted Two.
0: Yeah, Ted Two, you can skip. Ted, I, Ted would not ever be made, and it's funny. It's like it was made what, not eight that years ago? ago. It would not oh. be made in this day and age, and that's okay. But yeah, I'm I'm yet to see a. All right, all right, all right, all right. I just
1: there's something that. Maybe it's because I uh, of his like Marky Mark image. Maybe it's uh, I don't know.
0: But I have yet to see. I don't see a movie that's bad on account of him and him alone. Okay,
1: there's sometimes when I think that he's just not.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, he needs to stop making Pierre Berg type movies. Sure, his lone survivor. His yeah, Patriots Day was a was I. I like that parts of that movie, Mm -hmm. but I do not like that movie.
1: Um, Uh, There's a lot of Wahlbergs that I I haven't seen. I have to be pretty compelled to see a Wahlberg movie. He's just not, see, I think that that's possibly it. He is not a selling point to me to go see a film. I will go see a film with him in it because I'm interested in the film, Mm -hmm. uh, but not because it has him. And I will often enjoy it Mm -hmm. and not have a problem with Wahlberg. He's just not, I don't
0: know. Well, he used to be... I used to be interested in his choices. Mm-hmm. like, And I like that... And he's definitely the guy who... He's like Ben Affleck where he'll do the... I'll do one for me. And then <laughs> sure. I'll do one for them. And then Except it turns Kaiser into and. like
1: several for them for a while. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, why are you doing this and if you don't I'll, have to?
0: And then I'll do a movie because someone says I owe him. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, but... I, I He's never... With the movies he does, he he's done with Russell, always are like this, and the Fire and um, was this and uh, Three Kings, Mm -hmm. I think have all been like amazing. Um, he's not, but he's not a George Clooney where I will just go see a movie because George Clooney is in it.
1: Sure, I think that that's a fair comparison because I I was thinking of of. I was thinking of that in that Wahlberg doesn't seem to have a ton of range. Like, you can always tell it's Mark. That's I think that might be my problem, because I can believe George Clooney in various roles. I think that Mark Wahlberg can take me out of something, because I, he never leaves me with the feeling that he's anything other than Mark
0: Wahlberg. See, I feel the opposite. I think George Clooney plays a type. Like, he plays... He's like, more of a character actor. I think he wants to be a character actor. Well, occasionally he does something cool, like I'll do his Michael. I'll do a Michael Clayton, or but.
1: Well, okay, so let's let's talk Clooney for a minute. Yeah. I mean, there's there's Michael Clayton. Yeah. there is. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Mm-hmm. There's his. Um, there's his character in. Uh, uh, I mean, even Burn After Reading. Um, you know, I think that uh you could look at something like um uh the descendants, uh, uh even uh up in the air. Yeah, know? but so, I like, still like, like this.
0: But he's like this again? Ha- but he's like this handsome guy who has to like he he's like um this is a bad comparison just because of the religious connotation. He's sort of like in like a Tom Cruise where there's like two things he does mm-hmm. he's either like the handsome fella who like redeems himself in some way like he's either like the jerry Maguire type or he's the i'll jump off whatever the fuck you want me to type like he'll, he's either mission impossible or he's jerry Maguire, and i'll just play some version of that character over and over again i feel cluny is that way where he will just play this version uh, so see, I'm, I'm, we're, we're
1: gonna have again. to just agree, I think, to disagree on this one because yeah. Where, I, and I
0: Mark think... Wahlberg's kinda of, well, and now that I'm like realizing that as I say this out loud, okay. like Mark Wahlberg when he is asked to do something different, mm-hmm. he he rises to that occasion and I'll forget that he is but like he doesn't do it now, like but like back in the day Mm-hmm. When he was like in movies like Three Kings, when he was in movies like this, mm-hmm. when he was Dirk Diggler, mm-hmm. like I, I he would tried and he did something and I think realized that like oh shit I got like I have a chain of hamburger restaurants now <laughs> that and I have an image to maintain. And I just I don't know I I I think that I can something turned something turned I think after he got nominated for. The Departed. Sure, when you realize, like, oh, I can just coast on this for a while. Yeah, and he sort of started doing it. I think when he started working with Peter Berg, he coasted into a type. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think Clooney's either like either handsome cad or social. He, his he can either play like the social champion.
1: But like, what about his cat? his like his character in *Hail Caesar* or? Basically, anytime he's in a Coen Brothers film. It's, or, or you know, I don't know. It's a
0: variation on his character, No Brother, Where Art Thou? I just, I don't he's know. He's just I, this goofy, goofy, handsome dude.
1: I can enjoy watching. It's like a Cary Grant for me. I I, I can enjoy watching them in a movie that I, 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 you know, where
0: Cary Grant is just always Cary Grant. Mm-hmm. George um, Clooney is always George Clooney. Tom Cruise <laughs> is always Tom Cruise.
1: But they're them in a way that doesn't that doesn't detract from a movie for me that, that Wahlberg is not
0: right. But it's because you already have preconceived notions about him. I'm mm. saying, but I'm saying like now he, d- I'm saying you're right and you're wrong. <laughs> I'm saying you're right. And now he, he definitely plays to a type. Okay. But I'm saying he never, he didn't before. and. Um. Deaths and I miss that. Like I liked Mark Wahlberg in movies when he was interested in range, and now he's coasted into a type. Yeah, I always think Clooney has always played a type, and it doesn't bother me.
1: I'm just I'm going to disagree about the Clooney. That's all I'm, I'm saying.
0: Okay, I you know it's. Uh... Can we know. can can the one thing we agree on is that Michael Clay is one of the best movies of the new century.
1: Sure. Yeah, we can yeah. agree on that. Okay. Good. Cause, um,
0: because it is.
1: Yeah. All right. One of the re- was and I, I, I it's possible that that um that we missed it or it's just about to to happen, but I think at this point that um the reason I was at this scene was that I wanted to talk about um about uh, Dustin Hoffman's three things, which, okay. which he talks to Jason Schwartzman about, which is that one, your mind is always occupied by something, so it may as well be something helpful.
2: I mm-hmm.
1: thought uh, That was very important. Two, there is no such thing as you and me. And then three, there is no such thing as nothing. There is no remainder in the mathematics of infinity. Mm-hmm. I, to me, that's that's the central, driving, redeeming philosophy of the film. Yes, right? and it's almost like if you can keep these things in your head in moments of crises, you know, of of none of this is bad, right? Yes, it's the mm-hmm. none of this is bad, mm-hmm. you know. Why, your mind, you know, and especially that first part. Your mind is always occupied by something, so it may as well be something helpful. Yep.
0: Um, I I lose sight of that all the time, <laughs> every every minute. <laughs> I I think <laughs> I lose sight of that.
1: <laughs> um, and this this is where there's a direct comparison to me in in what Chidi is trying to get at with Eleanor a lot. You know, the again, the as you mentioned, the none of this is bad. Mm -hmm. Um, the uh, the um, you know, as as like she's about to spin out and get negative, uh, you know, and and it's also, it's also how a reminder of this, there is no such thing as you and me, the reminder to get out of yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Um, which is also, also something that comes into play a lot especially in the best moments where the core team of the good place is working together. Yeah. Um, where they're all they're they're, you know, their strengths are all playing into each other rather than somebody getting down on themselves and getting sidetracked.
0: And and again, to once again, referencing the finale, which spoilers, I -hmm. guess if you haven't following along is that when everyone leaves Mm -hmm. what Eleanor could get in her head, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. She decides to help out Mindy.
1: Right. Yes.
0: And she realizes there is no, you know, Mm -hmm. to your point.
1: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, But I, I think that that's like, if we think about that for, if 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 in those moments where we're we're uh and, and when I say we actually specifically mean us because we each do this I think pretty regularly is get into those moments where we're just lost in our own bullshit um and completely down on ourselves and all that kind of thing. Just if 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 there is an opportunity to take a breath and think of this idea of there is no remainder in the mathematics of infinity. Yep. And just let your mind for a while you know so i don't know i i take some comfort in the in that um it's just i think that the continuing struggle to kind of remind yourself of these things on a regular basis
0: well you even think to a degree like when he gets in the body bag Mm -hmm. as i'm going to refer to it yes or he puts the thing over his eyes Mm -hmm. um that is like a meditation it kind of is but you know that's there's but he has to train his brain to not take the machete to everything right. that comes into his mind yeah he and ha- to
1: face these things head-on not to avoid them by yeah. slashing them
0: yes that's but he has to practice at. I mean, right. he's not willing to practice at this either he's not willing to make like getting out of his head a habit Mm-hmm. So he just cuts through whatever is Well
1: and I find myself in the same position all the time where yeah. I'm just not willing to not willing to This do is
0: it. me all the time. Yeah. So he has to to a degree, he has to buy into some of Jude Law's corporate good to great bullshit. Yeah. And to and Jude Law is just a fucking tourist. Yeah. yeah. no I I, yeah well technically they're both tourists
1: they kind of are but I think that you know as there's also this element of and and we'll get to it let's we'll talk about it as we get to it Um, because even though we're skipping through vast portions of this we're still um, I I did want to briefly pause on the scene here as they're going to see um, the African yeah the African man um, I, I do. There's something about them riding bikes here that's reminiscent uh. to me of, um, of like uh, a Harold and Maude kind of thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know. Well, I think um, this would definitely be a Hal Ashby movie if. Oh uh, yeah. Hal Ashby were still alive and.
1: Well, and I think that certainly, uh, Russell is is influenced by Hal by Hal. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But this is where I was, uh, this is where I really noticed Jonah Hill.
3: Yeah. point. Hey. Is this the fourth coincidence? No, 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 I came here on purpose. I was wondering about our coincidences and what they mean. We was just wondering if we spent a little bit of time with you maybe try to understand it.
0: Do you, you notice the mud- kid? I, yeah, I saw that yesterday. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> with the mustache and, yeah, It doesn't great. seem real.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. It can't be. Yeah. It's not real. I think it's funny that well, it's Well, no, there. it's
0: like, it looks like it's...
3: Give us this day our daily bread, and
0: forgive us our trespasses,
3: as we forgive those who trespass against
1: us. Well, and this is this is very much Russell's commentary on religion, I think. Um, and and I, and I think that as I've gotten older, I think that it's an unfair equation of religion and ignorance. Yes. Um, which is uh, also uh, this is this is again that kind of like ham-fisted kind of telling you what he wants you to think kind of thing um and and it's there's i don't know there's a lot of idiocy in every direction so um and i don't want to linger on this scene but i did want to talk about how fantastic the performances are uh in here and and the um, the fact that we get to have uh, uh Gene Smart <laughs> and Richard Jenkins as the parents in here, yeah, I mean, and they're 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 both fantastic. I had
0: forgotten that Richard Jenkins is in this movie. I had I, forgotten that Gene Smart. I did too, is in this actually.
1: There's a. I, it, it had been years since I watched this. I was glad mm-hmm. for the excuse to watch it. I was glad that we talked about doing this as our next hiatus film, um, because it had it had been a long time, um. So I wanna I wanna skip along. We're already starting to go along. This is gonna go towards two hours. It's just gonna it's just gonna fucking go towards two hours. Okay, so he loses his shit, he he can't he can't handle it, he loses the charter, he's falling apart. Um so we have that. I wanted to just pause oh, on this for yes. a sec. Um that this is Talia Shire, Schwartzmann's real Your mom. mom and uh, it's this is a fun scene
0: yeah and it's also like um
1: it's all I mean talk the, about journeyman actors too we've got I, I'm not going to remember his Bob name of, thank you who was also the warden in, in Shawshank. Shawshank yeah
0: Um, this is the scene I think like we always talk about there's always a scene in Good Place where like shit gets real this is like <laughs> hmm this is like, this is the scene where like it's like like a big slap in the face. Yeah, like where he, she says how she really feels about having a kid. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, it just it struck a nerve.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, and it's also clearly it's at a at the core of of what of what you know Schwartzman's character's problems are in this.
0: Yeah. Right. But go for it, man. Let's. The woman who's spying on me, where
3: is she? I don't
6: think this is funny. Oh
3: God, here we
0: go again.
3: What's happening? He's just making a joke on me. Are you making fun of your mother? No. Why can't you get along with her?
6: So, oh, how's your poetry job?
3: I got fired from it. Oh,
6: couldn't even hold down a poetry job.
3: <laughs> Brenda, what the hell did you do? I
6: didn't touch it.
5: Bullshit. I have this programmed on my favorite stations on a timer.
6: Can I please have some time with my son? I want to show him an article that I have well, here. Well, that I'm kind of toxic
1: parent, to parent relationship. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. It's right up my alley. Oh,
6: but it is. It's a new hot... Didn't I... I sent this to you. Why don't you ever listen have to Have you to seen me this system,
5: I Albert? Some... I know State I of the art.
2: speakers all through to the house.
5: Wait, listen to this. Oh.
1: Fucking Shania Twain. (laughs) The way he gets it wrong.
6: It'll be easier to talk now. Where did she come from? What's going
1: on?
2: What the hell is here? See, I wasn't
6: making a joke. I would like to discuss some curious findings.
2: Who is this lady?
6: I found here in your apartment a rather troubling piece of evidence. What Do evidence? you recognize the handwriting, Mr. Makovsky? Excuse me, Mr. Silver?
3: This is silly. Let's go. No. I want to go. Could you
6: please read the date for me? November 17th, 1989. Albert was nine. This is his journal. Would you mind reading this out aloud? No. Please.
3: This stuff doesn't matter. Let's go. Okay. Oh, my God. I came home from
6: school. Mom was in the kitchen with a strange lady. Mom told me to go back to my room. I thought I was in trouble. She closed my door and said, Pari got hit by a car and killed. And then she took me back to the lady in the kitchen and told me to spell words to show how I am a good speller. I said, I had to go to the bathroom. I climbed out the window. I went down the block. I saw Barney playing punch ball. He said, I look sad. I told him what happened to my cat. He said that's sad, then I cried, but I tried not to show that some of the kids laughed. Barney said he cried when his dog died, and the kids stopped laughing. His cat died. He was sad. What's your point? Nothing strikes you as
3: odd. See, it's nothing. Let's go. (laughs) These things happen.
6: Oui, c'est vrai. The universe is cruel. But tell me this, Mrs. Silver, this lady you gave the coffee to... It's Helen's sister. I don't remember her name. I met her the once. Was there some painful thing about this stranger that required your immediate attention? No, Helen wasn't home, so I offered her sister a cup of coffee. But you agree that Perry meant a great deal to Albert.
2: Hey, you can't make a federal case out of the cat. Oh,
6: answer the question, please.
2: Well, I don't know much about the cat. I travel a lot for work.
3: We're not talking about this anymore. It's embarrassing me.
6: Precisely the point. What? You were embarrassed for feeling sad about the death of your cat. It's painful enough to feel sad, but on top of it, to feel embarrassed for feeling. That is the killer. How is that my fault? I didn't tell him to be embarrassed. But you did. It was more important to have a cup of coffee with a perfect stranger than to talk to Albert about what, for a small boy, is a large tragedy. Ridiculous. He climbed out his window, a criminal in his own house. Why? I don't know. I think you do. I don't. Yes, you do. Oh, stop it i think you should go no i will not go albert has a place here a place you have denied this is my home i can tell him what i want yes your home is a lie what does that mean i gave my life to this selfish bastard, <laughs> so he could be an
1: <laughs> ornament
2: to you no? that's
1: awesome. it yeah.
6: what are you a bitch you're a bitch how many kids do you have listen, bitch listen listen oh. this is your mother
1: You asked
2: me to come up here.
6: What does the doorman have to do with this? It was orphaned by civil war. You were orphaned by indifference. This is but one part of your puzzle. Do you see?
1: <laughs>
5: oh, now the timer's all fucked up, Brenda.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So there's,
0: I, 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 I'm like. They just don't care. No,
1: they don't care at all. Um, so, you know, she irritated me quite a bit because nihilism, nihilism, the concept of that just irritates me in, in general. Um, but the, you know, she has some points of needing to, like, be able to experience a pain and sorrow without embarrassment. Right. Um, and I th- so this is key as well. It can't all be the... This is also what's interesting though is as they kind of come back together and and the uh, point is made towards the end of the film that the all the detectives should should work together again is that it's kind of a, a part of a whole right mm-hmm. because experiencing the negative is also and allowing yourself to experience the negative is also um uh, uh, something that um that we avoid there's a lot of avoidance in that as well
0: well to your earlier point about the there's no remainders Mm -hmm. um that it all balances out um like like life isn't just plus 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 right there's subtraction there's a lot
1: of minuses in there as well yeah yes
0: i do enjoy this
1: this part is fantastic Yeah. yeah
5: Are tiny particles connecting the larger cubes
3: yeah and then tinier cracks between the connections and even tinier connections and even tinier cracks
5: yeah but if you look close enough you can't tell where my nose ends and space begins because they're unified see
3: so what you can't see any of this anyway do you see anything no but I want to debate this particle cube thing. You
4: live all the time with things you can't see. You can't see electricity, can you? You can't see radio waves, but you accept them. Trust. Fuck trust!
5: You better stay away from Katarina Albert because she's going to lead you down the path of darkness.
4: She was our prize graduate student until she went astray. No, I think that I
3: am going to stay with her. It's and the Star cracks Wars. and the pain <laughs> and the nothingness because that's more real to me. That's what I feel. Why?
4: Okay, we're not sweating it. No, we're going to
3: work with Brad.
5: And it'll all come back to you and interconnection.
3: Brad, are you kidding me? I'm going to work on that prick and it's all...
1: I, which is again Also something that I, I I like The idea of just because You don't see something Doesn't mean it's there Right You know
0: I mean it's faith
1: Yeah Which Yeah Trust yeah Trust which is actually Something I'm a little more Comfortable with faith Than with faith But you right. know
0: Right But I mean See the, the dinner Yes So there's the dinner With the
1: Right with the Very Christian family Christian yeah. conservative
0: Yes Or they Have faith Mm-hmm well, their idea of faith is being positive, like doing good things, and uh, it's oh, so bizarre. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Like they use their faith as a way to be yeah. mean to people. Oh, okay, so yes. So, <laughs> yes. Oh, to your, uh, getting back to. Um, there was something about the garbage can and that they were going through, like they find the Kafka book. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Like, um, and like, this is another point where like Jude law is clearly like a tourist, like I'm going to go Barnes and Noble. Right. (laughs)
1: Introduction
0: to Kafka. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, and I mean, and that's clearly they, 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 um, they, Highlight that they know that it's being done for their benefit, yeah, that you know this is like
0: this. look how charming I am. I know Kafka now, yeah, well, or a poem about gazelles,
1: and so they they dig even deeper, right, and mm-hmm. begin to to pull at the threads to unravel the Jude mm-hmm. Law character,
0: yes, where he realizes that he is not like he's just this tourist, he just goes around and yeah,
1: yeah, to you know. Yes, so there's there's a point that we're gonna get to in here um coming up. But I want to I, so <laughs> there's there's some humor here. There's some deconstructing their relationship uh between Jude Law and Naomi Watts and um and uh um the um you know the the kind of digs at their sex life and all that mm. kind of thing. Um and how, it's not
0: qu <laughs> it's not, not quality, quality, it's quantity. quantity.
1: It's quantity. No no, you, you have that. <laughs> but
0: yeah. <laughs> I will not have you talk about our nine minutes of heaven.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so there are some funny moments there, but I what I find more compelling is what how things happen to them afterwards. And this here with Naomi Watts and her Oreo face.
0: No. No. <laughs> no,
3: go back inside. Not my
0: cookies. You can't keep coming to work if you dress like that.
6: Me and Daryl made some 30-second spots, Marty's gonna love. These are I the around. Last time, last year, not so good. But now,
2: this is the truth.
1: <laughs> yes. Marty's gonna hate them, Dawn.
3: He's going to hate them.
6: There's glass between us. <laughs> you can't deal with my infinite nature, can you? That is so I love true. that. <laughs> Wait, what you that can't deal mean?
1: with my infinite
0: nature. talked
6: about your intimacy problem. What's the core of it? Intimacy is combo of infinites.
0: I'm definitely going to have an intimacy problem with you if you keep dressing like that.
3: Well, it's only been a week. One day is too much. The people at the office are freaking out.
1: Well, and I think that, so first of all, it's it's possible that it's impossible to make Naomi Watts ugly. Um true. But the you know but to a person who only cares about the show, you know, about the artifice, about the dressing in the you know, being shiny and dressing in the skimpy clothing and and all of that and being perfectly coiffed and and all that, then any kind of you know True nature, whether that's just seeing somebody without makeup or whatever it is, uh, is off, off-putting to them. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher.
0: Yeah. Don I forgot Heather. she's in this movie too. Hey, I'm Heather. Let's do it.
1: Let's yeah. She's the, <laughs> she's the voice, and I'm the body.
6: My lines, and I don't see another character
3: here. I
5: told you. So- you are the trademark voice of Huckleby. Right.
3: So what She's the, the voice. I'm the face The
1: face, yeah
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah All this and brains too
1: <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Her performance in this And the way she loses it the, the don't look at me Don't look at me Look at me, look at me, look at me I'm so pretty <laughs> I just want to be left alone I'm
0: sick of this I'm sick of you all looking at me The bonnet <laughs> Look mm-hmm. at me,
6: please, please, please Everybody, everybody, look at me now! I am so pretty. I am so pretty. Look at me. Everybody just wants to be me. I'm pretty.
0: Shania's on the stage. <laughs> so we've got yeah. the Executives here,
6: working their way
0: back to the. Her, room her losing it. Later. Um, and then, again, like everyone, it's this is the moment where everyone has their their cheaty, chilly, <laughs> yes moment.
1: Yes, the peeps, the peeps yes. going, yeah. The
0: peeps going chilly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for you. They're
0: your detectives and they
2: gave me this truth. Wow, nice. Do you understand this blast between us? <laughs> Don't look at me like that! <laughs> right,
6: there you are, why don't you like my spots?
3: Honey, this look is hurting you and it's hurting Huckabees.
6: This is myself.
3: And you won't speak at the benefit as yourself. That
2: is not Huckabees.
6: I am still Huckabees.
2: Not in that bonnet.
6: It's in my eyes, Marty. It's like that story of the cave.
2: What in God's name is happening to you? I mean, we trusted
3: you, we took care of you, we made you into a national icon, pulled you out of a mall. You've been given everything by Huckabees.
2: Fuckabees. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. There's
1: board members here. Something the not going to, the the taxi not going to look, there, to look for a new yes. corporate guy. Oh, all right.
3: Yeah, you got corporate. Got corporate. Yeah, you got corporate. Now get corporate and go and contain her. All right. She said fuckabies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she said fuckabies. Yes.
1: All right. Now. We're going to get to another.
0: Is another this before point. Before or after he rides the bike to the fire. <laughs>
1: Uh, this is before. Okay. He's going to ride the bike to the fire soon. Poor guy, all by himself, on the rock. With, a with
6: pink the pink ball. In. yeah. vont être détruits. The woods are hopeless. Don't waste your time, they will be destroyed. (laughs) So will the marsh. It is a losing game mankind has played for more than a century. Sadness is what you are, do not deny it. The universe is a lonely place, a painful place. This is what we can share between us, period. (laughs) What are you doing?! You told me you were done with this stupid method. Why can't I do it? Because it is a fantasy. Do you want to live a fake life? You don't have to get so threatened. With
1: See, this is what no, this can't. is what bothers me about any kind of absolutism: mm-hmm. the 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 impossibility for there being anything else. Yes. This is this is my, yeah, major problem here. But there is this. This moment that she has That I think is very
3: my family and now you guys She's my teacher too, Albert And she's still your teacher, Tom No, it's all different now I thought we were a platonic trio Not some sick sex dance You said that was (laughs) bullshit
6: Learn from this, Tommy Painful truth I warned you, human drama
3: Is that why
0: you're doing this? To teach me?
6: Is that why you're
3: doing this? To teach him? Of course it is
6: there are unique moments when two people share the deep sorrow of existence.
1: Right, that's what I wanted to <laughs> Yes, there are unique the moments when two people share the deep sorrow of existence. I've never done anything like this before. We could
3: still be... You could still be thing,
1: huh? All right. <laughs> Moving on.
3: I wanted to share the force with you. Hey,
0: welcome. <laughs> I wanted to share <laughs> the force with you. Mm-hmm.
5: Let's start with the method. Let's
1: start with the method. Okay,
0: the method and, and method. I want to kind of... And he just repeats everything that they say. Yes. <laughs> he but reflects.
1: I w- And so they finally break him down and they break him down with his Shania Twain story. Mm-hmm. But there's this particular moment that I wanted to get to.
2: You would listen to him more. About what? Geckos? Oh, I don't his brother mm-hmm. Okay.
4: August seventeenth conference call. Shania's there promoting our apparel.
3: No mayo. She hates it, and she cannot eat chicken salad. That's no joke.
4: September 3rd, in traffic, your cell phone.
3: Shania's there promoting her apparel, right? Back then, that's all.
0: she's eating tuna fish. No mayo. I ate two of the sandwiches in front of her. She now eats one and a half. Now she believes me. She eats one and a half sandwiches before she realizes it's chicken salad.
5: Why do you think that
4: you tell the Mayo story so much? I
5: don't know why. It's propaganda. For mayonnaise. For
4: you. Specifically, you're so impressive because you know Shania, and you're so strong because you pull one on her. You're a funny guy, a good guy. Keeping everyone laughing so that maybe, quote, you don't get depressed. The what's so great about depression? Nothing.
5: Yeah, that's... <laughs> Unless it holds yeah. a key to something you compulsively avoid, so it'll never be examined or felt, hence your behavior becomes a repetitive like the, like, the like the story. Like the story. Like the story. Like the story. Like the
1: story. Like the story. Shut up.
0: <laughs> so...
1: Um... That's another Bart Simpson thing that, it, that he's already done before, by the way. That's... that's Simpsons did it, um... Repetition is my job. Repetition is my job. Repetition. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's, again, there's, I, I do, while I still have problems with, with what Russell is doing here, which, which is that I do feel throughout like I'm being, like I'm not, like he, he's not leaving some possibilities open for me to really think that he would rather that I think the way he thinks by the end of the film. Um, and I feel like I'm being steered in a certain direction, and I, th- this is a criticism of a film that I love, I, I should say. So, but I, I feel like there is, yeah, um, uh, and this is this is something that I feel like the good place sidesteps um, quite handily is that we're offered possibilities and a sort of, you know, um. That
0: that. So you think that he's showing you just one? Well, for one, they've only got two hours to show you.
1: Right. Whereas the Good Place had four seasons to to kind of do this. But,
0: but I I don't feel like
1: I'm being preached to about anything in the Good Place. Whereas you I don't. I don't. No. I
0: did I miss something? <laughs> you look very surprised. Well, like in season they're Moments in season three where they're definitely commenting, like, how, like, all that they're talking about, like, applies to the world today, and it feels like it's, like...
1: Oh, well, no, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean, wh- yes, the, uh, it, it's it, clear that they're showing a stance as far as, you know, commenting on, um, on you know, like, like, who would do that when they're talking about, um, you know, some... Who would deny immigrants and so forth? Um,
0: but there's also like I I think there like if we're gonna compare like so they only have like less the, in an hour and forty seven minutes mm-hmm. they he shows one extreme which is. Two or one, two schools of thought. Right. One is the positive, everything's connected, type of philosophy that um, Lily Tomlin and Dustin Hoffman do, and then there's everything is pain, everything and experience is pain. Your, your pain. Is pain. And, yes. Um, <laughs> the way I would call the um, they didn't know it at the time, but it's what I call the the me seeks philosophy. Sure. For those who watch Rick and Morty, the yeah. existence is pain, and. Like you're just here, you know, and if you occasionally get to share this pain with other people Mm -hmm. and I mean, we're going to get to it, but towards the end of the movie, there's some sort of like happy medium. Yeah. Like the, whereas the good place, they show everything, like every type of thing, like philosophies that kind of they cherry pick things from Descartes and uh, Socrates and sure um, yeah and and sort of make this like utopian sort of thing about being good and dealing with the pains of existence Mm -hmm. and they have four seasons to do it and do it in a funny way but also in a way that has to be um. That is also has to like make a profit, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because it's also going to be expensive, and <laughs> sure, um, beyond national television, or this is probably a this is an R-rated movie mm-hmm. that probably costs a few million to make, which sure seems like I mean I don't have a million dollars, no, but in the grand scheme of things, scheme it's of an things. independent film, it's a small budget, yeah, it's, well, yeah. So
1: not a lot of risk.
0: mm -hmm. So I think they're both kind of doing the same thing. And I think in two hour, like in the hour and four, seven minutes, they have so limited time. Russell has a limited time to get through his point of view. So he has to like shove it down your throat. Uh, Well, it probably seems like it's shoving down your throat, especially during the scene with the very Christian couple. Yes. um, Where I think, for one, Michael Shore is not someone who ever shove anything down anyone's throat, right? But he's going to probably gently give it to you,
1: right? But it's more in a in a spirit of think about it, have the discussion, yeah. You know, plant the seed kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, which is why I think that, but they had time to do that, they did. But I also think that you can have a lighter touch with things in the same span. I think Link Ladder mm-hmm. does that. Um which we can debate when we watch Waking Life which I haven't yeah. seen for a long time again I quite qualify that mm-hmm. but um you know I I I think again I'm I'm putting some mild criticisms out there about uh something that I think is ultimately successful
0: but I mean yes and also to agree like Russell like David L. Russell is clearly like not a Michael Shore right um, like if you like as you seen like in like I know you've seen like all most of his movies, mm-hmm. like he's especially like uh, I'm trying, like uh it's just like this kind of cruel humor that he like yeah. sense of humor that he has, right? Um, that us, like Three Kings, I guess, I me mean, even to a point is like this. He's definitely saying something about uh the military Mm -hmm. about like he's trying to tell it like in this visual way right but like he definitely wants to make a point
1: right there's a stance there's an agenda yeah yeah
0: and there's a sure is he's got an agenda too but it's a gentle agenda well i think that that he like Russell uses not uses machetes. Right, yes. <laughs> and Shore uses um, margarita mix. Yes. And um puppies. Shrimp cocktail, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I just, what I'm saying, I, I think we're kind of making a similar point. We're yeah. just
0: coming at it from different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I just, I guess my point is I don't begrudge him for, I don't begrudge Russell for, doing it the way he's doing it because of he didn't like, he didn't get like a gazillion dollars in four seasons sure no i i okay i just
1: i think that there are varying degrees of success in putting a message across and i think that there are as much as i like this movie i think mm-hmm. that there is more to be found in a way where it is not where there is a little bit of a gentler approach and more of an open discussion rather than a lecture.
0: Yeah, but I, the whole time I watched this, I, I definitely in the first season, like it's of good place. It's sort of like a lecture. You're kind of learning like what would end up being the basis for the next three seasons. Sure. If you you can't jump into season two, and they start dropping. Uh, what do we owe each other, right? Like in simple conversation. I'm. I i do not know where I was going. with No, this. I mean
1: Shure <laughs> yeah. certainly has an agenda, and he has something, yeah. some points that he's trying to get across. But uh, you know, we were talking about approach. Yeah. You know, it's it's more of uh, an open dialogue, I think, mm-hmm. with Shore than it's it's definitely you're being spoken to by Russell. Yeah. You know, there's there's less of a of a. I feel like there's less of a conversation happening.
0: Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a lot of time. Again, like he doesn't have a lot of time to talk, but it's not his style.
1: Well, but I, I think that there, I think that there are, you know, that there are other arenas to apply that to though. Um, you know, for examples, like I think, I think that that's the way for me, like the differences that I feel between John Oliver and Bill Maher, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yes. Um, that's a, or Bill Maher will just say, you're, you're, uh, no, I'm not using a specific example. Well, Bill Mars, the guy, will just say you're a fuckwit. Yeah, sure. And John Oliver will say, "They're the fuckwits." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but here's so are you, they? Yeah, but he'll say that they're fuck like everyone. Mar- Mars, like we're all fuckwits except mm-hmm. for me. Sure. And yes. And Oliver will be like, "They're the fuckwits." Here's how you can stop them.
1: Right. And he has no problem also saying that he's a fuckwit,
0: you know? No. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, <laughs> that's the thing is that Oliver has humility. Right. Marr thinks he's king shit.
1: <laughs> right. Well, and I think that that compares, that, I think that that's kind of what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to. I feel like there's a separation between Russell and Short. Yeah.
0: where Or um, even Russell and Linklater. And even to your, to your comedian analogy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Marr built made this documentary about atheism. Yes, where he's religi- religious. Really, yeah. Really, yeah, where he is shoving down everyone's throats that, like... All athe- religion is ridiculous. All, yes, yeah. and that atheism is, like, common sense. Go we, team atheism, yeah, yes. Go ke- Yeah, like, uh-huh, yes. there's no proof of anything of a yeah. deity. Or, like, um, and John's just, like, if it makes you happy, it's fine. Just keep it to yourself, <laughs> right?
1: Yes. Well, which is my general philosophy with most things, anyway. Yeah. Um,
0: if it doesn't hurt me,
1: <laughs> so anyway, like, and I, so I think that that's my point, and it is that there are varying degrees of this. There, it's it's impossible to. To have something be completely agenda free, mm-hmm. and that's not what I was trying to say with Shore. What I, uh, you know, in comparing the two, I was, I think that that's, I think that we kind of arrived at an apt comparison of mm-hmm. of Russell to Shore and Martha mm-hmm. to to Oliver.
0: I guess it just so happens that I like. I'm more, I, I guess I thought I took what you were saying as you don't like Russell being. As abrasive as he is in this movie, or his his tone, because it can be abrasive. It can. Well, and the thing is too that you know, to be honest, watching this
1: now today, well, or when I actually watched the whole thing, you know, over the weekend, mm-hmm. um, is also probably easily, I want to say ten to. Well, it came out in two thousand and four, so it's ten to yeah. fifteen years since the last time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is not one that I put on regularly. I probably watched it several times after it came out on DVD. I did see it in the theater, um, but I hadn't watched it for years. And I believe that my own willingness to, uh, be less self, you know, to be less self-righteous and more open to the idea of, of other possibilities and other avenues of thought, um, has coincided with me still enjoying the movie, still mm. really liking the movie quite a bit, loving the writing, loving the performances mm. uh the music certainly uh but I don't think that I like it as much now as I did fifteen years ago.
0: No. I think I like it more hmm. I guess I just like the tone of it i i i, I, I gotta say like i think i think the maybe our fundamental disagreement. If, if we're not even disagreeing. There's, with there's not.
1: We're, we're arguing a non-argument. Yeah.
0: That I don't mind. I appreciate Russell's, the the tone, like the, I appreciate his abrasiveness, mm. I guess. I like that he gives no fucks mm. um, and wants mm. to say what he wants to say. He isn't trying to sugarcoat it. Sure. Whereas I think, like, I mean, we're going to compare it to Good Place. Like, sure, trying to kind of do it for, like, a mass, an intelligent mass audience. Yeah. Whereas this is, like, a very limited, like, hey, those who paid $7. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Remember when movies were 7 When it was 7 bucks? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, here's, like, like, I'm going to tell you what I think, and maybe you'll laugh at some of it. Yeah. And maybe you'll learn something, but here's... But I don't think he um to go back to the Mar Oliver comparison, I don't feel like I don't know I I hate Bill Marr so much. <laughs> but I don't feel like he's very built being Marish, but I don't know. I don't know. I actually started watching real time again. Um ah, that's a shame.
1: And and does it make the, you mad? Um It's not comforting in the way that John Oliver is, let's say, but there are some things that I appreciate about the discussions Mm -hmm. that are had. Um, I don't enjoy the formula of basically having several supposedly intelligent people um, being told they're pretty much being told they're wrong the entire time. Um, You know, it also, they just get steamrolled by him and his personality, so... There, there are definitely some things that I, I don't like about it. Um,
0: I, I stopped watching after he had... I, I, well, for one, I stopped watching because we don't have HBO anymore. Mm-hmm. But I also stopped watching because he had that Milo Yiannopoulos guy. A guy who does not deserve a platform. Mm-hmm. But he felt he needed one because of free speech.
1: Well, I mean, he just had... Uh, What's-his-face on the other day? Um, uh, Shoot. The, oh, why can't i think of his name he was managing trump's campaign for so long and uh, breitbart guy and uh, uh, bannon bannon yeah steve bannon um he gave uh, him time as well so i you know
0: i mean there are people he just has on because he wants to stir the pot it's just right. the equivalent of young fire in a crowd movie theater yes like, that's exactly what a guy like Milo Yiannopoulos is. It's, mm-hmm. um, well, I don't appreciate that. I, like, I, yeah, I just, is I don't, I, I'm all for like conversation and people, mm-hmm. you know, people with different points of view. But I also, like, like I don't, Just being like people just told that they're wrong all the
1: time. (laughs) It's funny. I think I think sometimes that uh, Bill Moore has somebody on just in the hopes that that he will be there when they get turned, you know, and he's going to be the one to turn them. Yes, you know. Uh, So I I don't know. It's but we're near the end of this. We did what I didn't want to do. We got over the two-hour mark. Um I know we haven't really wasted any space i don't think you know we we maybe wasted some space up at the top, but um that 's what editing's for yeah, but it <laughs> You're not gonna I just it's it breaks the conversation you know there there are actually some threads that we that we kind of go back to yeah. from the beginning, yeah. and it 's all part of the larger picture, man yeah and it 's a hiatus episode, yeah, so anyway. Let's, we're almost at the end yeah, here. Yeah,
0: let's let's go. Let's bring I like
1: home. I like that we're I like you know to talk about Russell's storytelling abilities and his the way he weaves things together. I do enjoy um, uh, Jude Law's descent as uh, we have Jason Jason Schwartzman's leveling off and actually becoming more confident in himself mm-hmm. um, and and all of that. So. Uh, we are going to at this point Ah! the escalation basically Here's Mark Wahlberg riding the bike to the fire.
0: He finally took off the boots. Yes. We're
1: gonna get on the truck like
6: everybody else.
0: Get on the bike. bike, truck. truck. <laughs> oh god! Can you imagine riding a bike in a fire jacket? I,
1: I, I was well, certainly not in Phoenix. Well, I
0: assume again, they're all in L.A.
1: So still pretty hot, I would imagine. But yeah. But he had to make a point. Uh, I, I, I do love the Naomi Watts, Mark Wahlberg, Smoke Inhalation Kiss, where they're just dying together, basically. Or, you know, obviously they don't, but... Okay, I don't actually want to show it. I didn't need the creation, destruction, orgasm scene. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I just, I, I'm not exactly sure what point that that served. Like, you know, the the whole,
0: um, where Isabelle Huppert and yeah, Schwartzman.
1: Right, so basically he's... he's it's
0: definitely the oddest sex position he's I've finger ever seen. He's finger-banging her, yes. you know, yeah. And it's definitely the odd... Um, there's another scene besides the finger bang, There's one where she's lying flat on her stomach and mm-hmm. her legs are, like, her knees are... Feet are up in the air.
1: Right, yeah, no, there's, there's nothing sensual about it. It's, no, yeah. it's
0: just so... It's, it's ridiculous. It's the most bizarre... Sex scene in a mainstream film I've ever seen. Yeah, and I've watched Showgirls. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Um, I, you know, I think that we've we've kind of reached what we need to talk to about this film about, right? I mean, unless there is anything else that, that you wanted need to, to... we need to
0: do the elevator.
1: Yes, the elevator is incredibly important. Are you guys going down. <laughs> you guys going down?
3: Who is that? You.
2: Or me. Come
3: hit the alarm! You're only smushing yourself, Brad!
2: <laughs> and now I'm switching myself! <laughs> now I'm switching myself! Their fight is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> Uh,
0: Twain <laughs> Brad,
6: do you realize when they destroy the width no, ex- The average let me explain. Temperature of the marsh rises five degrees and The entire food chain let me is degraded no, I'm Starting
1: sorry. with the frog well, let me explain Okay, but we've saved <laughs> half
6: the I'm a vegetarian, Brad I eat tofu tuna
3: With the mayo and you like right. it I used to run the open spaces code <laughs> she knew my name see? so what if she knew your name man? I wasn't joking man come on yeah okay I'm caught up in that shit so am I that's how I bought into you 18th floor Albert
4: we owe you an apology we should have stayed with you
3: thanks Angela I'll see you at the meeting on Tuesday we're gonna stop those bulldozers
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's curly a Max Fisher moment yes so, definitely, definitely. I don't even know who I am
1: We did exactly skip over that great scene Where Jude Law throws up into his hand
0: Oh yeah, it's after the chicken salad Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, where he's asked to tell it again Cruelty, manipulation, meaninglessness <laughs>
3: Ah, here he comes over.
2: The man poet who banged France's dark lady of philosophy The
3: Parking Lot Crusader of Truth turned his back on his other like a cold-blooded gangster. (laughs) I know. You hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. But you had to do it anyway, didn't you? She's a very powerful person, and I have lived with a lot of women. Obviously! (laughs) And she used me to teach us about the inevitability of human drama. So? Is that where you get off the ride? So, Jared,
0: yes, do you feel that women... Are out so, to teach you the inevitability of human drama. I don't know what like they're out to teach pizza. me, man. Like I wish they would stop. It is. Yeah, it's
1: if they could just give they me do. a written um so fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> I <amazing>. know.
2: <laughs> but it's also nothing special.
1: Women don't come with, yeah, instru- it don't come with instruction manuals, man. Yeah,
0: I know.
5: Did you hear some of that?
4: Some of it sounds pretty good.
5: I think... I think this case is closed.
4: <laughs> is it ever really closed? Man, yeah.
1: Dustin Hoffman is so good. I
4: know.
0: This is a
3: little
1: top one. Oh yeah, no, she's yeah. also fantastic. But what are
3: you doing tomorrow? I was thinking about changing myself to a bulldozer. Do you want to come? What time? Mm, 1, one thirty. <laughs> Sounds good. Should I bring my own chains? We always do.
1: <laughs> so again, I, you know, I I have my problems with it, but I do love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we also skip past the part where they, they, they talk about how they should be working together. And they yes. are. They are. That's, you know... He finally kind of gets to my point about that at the end, that you need some of all of it. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to be able to feel that darkness. You need to be able to have...
0: Well, that was, like, my point all along, was, like, there's a a place in the middle that there's these these points of view that eventually they mix together, like... Well, and these... these, He takes them from column A, he takes them from column B. Right. But
1: in that, he is also being exclusionary of other things. Getting back to that religion point. Getting yeah. back to, you know, um, you know, that's that's probably the most glaring. Uh, there's there's certainly also uh, a fetishism of celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's like in making his point that you need some of
0: everything. He
1: is also still saying, but not that,
0: but to. You kind of brought something up, like the fetishism of celebrity. Like Mm -hmm. obviously, um, uh, Brad Mm -hmm. is someone who like worships like the Shania. The Shania. Like he he worships the material, and Gene Smart and Richard Jenkins Mm -hmm. worship a deity. Yes, and neither one, neither of them are.
1: Right, it's all, it's It's still, uh, yeah. He would say that
0: b- they're both.
1: Well, he's equating, he's equating them to, he's, he's saying that same. They're, they're equal. Yeah,
0: Yeah. they're, so, I mean, it's just finding some, I think those are two other extremes there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, but again, right, it's but again,
1: like, you know, I think also atheism is is its own, you know, version of this certainty of
0: something. But, see, but the thing obnoxious. is, but the thing is, like religion, religions, so you like whenever you get depressed, just pray, and it'll go away. Right?
1: No, I, I, I that, that's certainly or, not
0: something that I agree with.
1: Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm saying this as a non-religious yeah. person,
0: or. <laughs> And, or in the case of Brad, um, just find the jet, find your jet ski, find your Shania story. Right. And, like, don't, and hide and just squash the depression down until, you know, your detectives show up and tell you that you're like, I, I guess the point is like, don't, like, you can't, pain is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Let it happen. And don't try to cover it up, right? With prayer and Shania Twain. <laughs> yes. Um, existence is pain. Let it happen. But also, but ex- like enjoy the happiness.
1: <laughs> Your mind is always occupied by something, so it may as well yeah. be something helpful.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to to leave? Leave this with any f- any final parting thoughts do they make tofu tuna yeah. I w- they make tofu fucking everything man. well
0: I know, but like I've never seen tofu seafood like, yeah I, I suppose know. you can look for it. it yeah never
1: looked for it do you think they're a tofu shrimp I'm sure there are probably not in the good place
0: no like... It, my i like, you can between tofu and Satan, you could just do anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, but um, now I, I, don't, I guess I still don't see. You still have a problem with my viewpoint. I still I don't have a problem. Like, your viewpoint's your viewpoint, and I respect your viewpoint. It sounds like you're not
1: respecting my viewpoint about this. Movie. I don't,
0: don't not respect it. It's just like there. I think he had to bring up the Christian family because it's people like, it's just positive thing. They're, they're the type of family that think that positive thinking and prayer will get you everything that you want in the world. Mm. And you'll never be sad because you have Jesus in your heart. And that, and Mark Wahlberg is there to tell them shit's going to happen to you. Yeah. No matter how much you pray mm-hmm. and you shouldn't let any and you shouldn't let a depression, like a exist, you shouldn't let the bad things that happen to you be a reflection on your belief system. Or, like, it shouldn't be a reflection on how much you believe in God. Mm. Like, that's that family to me represents, like, every born again Christian family who, like, I feel just feels that prayer and. Going to church every day is and giving money to people is just like they they get the blinders on. Like they're the Joel Austins of the world where they think like positive thinking gets you everything that you want. Sure, and, or in the case uh, where bad stuff's gonna happen to you no matter what, mm-hmm. <laughs> no amount of prayer, religious donations bible thumping or anything is going to stop bad shit from happening to you sure yeah it's just how you deal with the bad shit so, yeah so and that's why i feel like there that family is there i also find it ironic that uh, a little funny that jonah hill mm-hmm. who is extremely jewish <laughs> is yeah is the son of a religious
1: he's got range man yeah Old he's got Street. range
0: um, but, I mean, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, like they got Robert De Niro to play an Irishman, <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. So there you go. I don't know.
0: Do you? I paint houses. <laughs>
1: I, I, I. We would not, I think, discuss anything on this show that we don't think our audience would enjoy. I do like I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. I just, I have. I I just discovered in re-watching it that I have some problems with it that I mm. didn't have when I was first watching it.
0: Well, it's it, it's not a perfect movie, and but no, um, it's a little the guy I cram a lot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the set, like it just immediately they jump into the African dude, like <laughs> there's no like, yeah, like you just launched into it mm-hmm. and you have to like either hang on and catch up quick or you got to do a lot of like prep work, man, (laughs) for this movie. You do.
1: I, all right. So watch I heart Huckabees. If you've not seen it, it's definitely worth watching.
0: You can rent it for three 99 on the Apple TV. I know this.
1: Or if you live nearby, you can borrow my DVD copy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, and but oh, but watch it and watch it and, and give it back. Don't, don't be like uh, somebody who borrows Diner and
0: <laughs> you're getting once again, you're being very oddly specific here. Um, and I don't like it.
1: <laughs> that's that's all right, man. I don't care.
0: Um, it's
1: uh, it's like the Super Bowl. I wasn't, I didn't really think about it until you reminded me.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: But hey, you thanks. Ready to take it, Sleazy dickhead? I'm so ready. I'm, I, I could fall asleep right now, man. Um. Yeah, so take it, Sleazy Fork Buddies. Um, and, uh, and Take it easy, Chili Babies. Take it, yeah. Chili take, Babies. Take it, take it easy, so Chili nice. Babies. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Yep. And we'll be back for another hiatus episode somewhere. We're going to hit that 50th episode on the hiatus. So we could put some of this on you guys. If you have any suggestions for our upcoming 50th episode, you know, you have, yeah. Probably what this was, I think, forty-eight for us or forty-nine. Sure. Um, I could tell us real quick. Hang vamp for like just two seconds. Oh. Um.
0: Um. Talk about. Well, I'll talk about. Do you want to talk more about. Um, I'll talk about that. You can find this at. Uh, send your submit ideas for. 50th episodes at whattheforkpod at gmail.com. That's a good or one. Or you can hit us up on the Twitters at at whattheforkpod um, on the Twitters or the Instagrams, which I occasionally update. Um, and um, this, you- this is going to be 49. So by the
1: time this goes up, you have basically two weeks to get to us with some show ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't really have Podcast Corner, but if you're still listening, I'd like to give a shout out to Neverrad. Um, never had miscellany real quick. They are going to have, uh, this will drop late Sunday night. Um, so if you're listening to it, uh, Monday morning, you still have time to get, uh, tickets to see their next live show, which is Monday, March 2nd at rebel
0: lounge. Oh, and while we're doing podcast corner, Mm -hmm. I'd like to give a shout out to, um, Brian Haas and Shelly, um, who, uh, invited me to be part of... Uh, Charlie Grant, uh, who invited me to be the special guest during the Blues Brothers last mm, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm available for any movie. <laughs> well, um, they're doing RoboCop next in April.
1: I don't think I'm available for that movie. <laughs>
0: what? Are you serious? Do you not like that movie? Uh,
1: I, it's, it's not that... I, I think that I could be better used for a different movie.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just... Saying like that movie, you should just go because like that movie's is amazing. Sure, RoboCop
2: absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's more, it's better than fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, anyway, it's a damn masterpiece. Okay, I I don't know about masterpiece. Again, Come on, but I um but g- give them um, their it's BS movies, right? Yeah, BS movies. There, um, check them out. Um, just really two fun people who I enjoyed speaking with both off on off mic uh twitter and um
1: they're just so we're we're parting on the what the fork bump goes to never ran miscellany and bs movies yeah the the fork bump that's right (laughs) what the fork bump yeah if anything (laughs) uh, um if anything they
0: mentioned what the fork last week uh Oh A dear lot. God! If yeah, that's brother. if
1: that's if this is the first episode they listen to, after that it'll also be the last episode they listen oh, to. Oh,
0: um, but Cameron was there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. From Pod Part Two. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> and I, also his new one, which is uh, the, which is uh, Saga
0: Syndrome. Yes, that's what he was telling me. <laughs> so another one. is like,
1: they're tackling Star Wars first.
0: Yes. So I was. Yeah, he told me that he was doing that. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Good. All
1: right. laughs> Yeah. Okay. Thanks for it, <laughs> buddies. Right. This has been a Hoon Waddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from HootenWaddle.com, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hooten Waddle and get access to an exclusive member only podcast, receive discounts on merch and more go to patreon.com forward slash hoot and waddle.